0: Hello and welcome to Anomaly's podcast. This is not Anomaly, but Anomaly is here.
1: That's how we're going to start it off. Welcome to the second edition, the second Rare Talk podcast. This is the Rare Talk podcast. We're going to spread truth, love, knowledge, wisdom, fun, facts, information, opinions, technology, science, whatever really comes up. I'm here with the incredible... Upcoming star now star, present-day star not already already a star. No, I'm kidding Flecha from Flecha's talks if you haven't seen his stuff check it out He goes right to the street right to the people right to the source and gets opinions thoughts and correct me if I'm wrong mostly at protests and events where there's a lot of political people and yeah Mostly
0: protests mostly events mostly outrage people But yeah, I liked what you said up and coming I believe in that. I believe in always always acting like the peak is right around the corner and that way you never peak. I said present day too cuz I honestly I, I don't like when people I will say I don't like it's not the biggest
1: deal, but I feel like people undercut me sometimes when they'll, they'll be like, "Oh, you know, he's rising like one day he might be a, he might do something. Yeah, they like you get those vibes <laughs> and you're like, "Oh yeah." You're like, "One day, you know, if he's lucky, he'll become somebody and then, you know, he'll be a real Authentic person but until then he's on the rise. <laughs>
0: yeah, we got him first. No one else is talking. Oh, Great. Thanks. Thanks for bringing that up Yeah. Hey, thank you for having me. This is great. This is my favorite.
1: Absolutely Well, I, tell people a little bit about what you do and why you started to do it because um, it's taking off on Instagram on Facebook on YouTube on Twitter All platforms are really buzzing about what you're doing So tell people if they haven't heard or they have heard what you do and why you're doing it
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to grab the mic and go for it. I'm going to yeah. bring it to me. Um, so I started my channel called Fleckus Talks. Fleckus is a nickname um, my drunk friend Zach gave me one time freshman year of college. He tried to write my last name Fletcher, and he wrote Fleckus. I love you, Fleckus, so I'm Fleckus now. Um, Fleckus Talks is my YouTube channel, my Instagram, and I go out to protest, and I just talk to like these disenfranchised, outraged mostly millennial protesters who are just so pissed, so if you ask them, you know, um, abused and downtrodden in, you know, in the slums, oppressed, just straight up oppressed people. And I try and ask them why or what's going on and what do they not agree with with um, you know, Trump, especially, they don't like Trump. And the answers I get are pretty ridiculous. And it's just kind of it was my way of showing. Like I'm not trying to say everyone on the left is this. But if they're going to say everyone on the right is the worst of the right, like we can play that game too. So here's the left acting kind of outrageous. I want the people to realize that most of us are more in the middle than we realize, and actually, you know, closer than we realize, and we shouldn't be polarized so bad by the media and like the tactics of the Democrats.
1: And I feel you on that. um, A lot of people misconstrue what I do as as well as what you do. Way more people, I think, uh, appreciate it and understand it, but for some reason, uh, the media and celebrities, and it seems like a gang up on, on, conservatives and on the right, and, you know, criticism is great, but like you said, um, when it comes to the left, it's a culture that's been forced down our throats that it's like, oh, the left can do no wrong, and everything is the fault of, like, people in middle America, and that anyone that's conservative lives in middle America, and they look a certain way, it's almost just as ignorant as what they're... Uh, accusing of the other side, so I, I think it's very healthy to see. Oh my goodness, there's ignorance on both sides. There's stupidity on both sides. There's aggression and violence on both sides, and I, I think you bring that out very effectively.
0: Thank you, and that's the, that's the goal. I think once people can realize that we're not as different as the media wants us to think. So I think right now, like the or news organizations like CNN, MSNBC, they're they they've been pushing this division this oppressive attitude the race the racism all these things that have been happening in the last year which by the way like since why is 2016 and 2017 the most like racist horribly bigoted years ever it's like what happened you know and it's it's just they're pushing a narrative and it's selling and the fear that they strike in their viewers like the corporations are the ones paying for the ads and it's like that's that's their new market that's their new strategy so now they get into these like one-upping competitions Of like who can put strike more fear into the audience than the other, and it's kind of dangerous. But at the same time, people are waking up too. It's
1: a good point. um, As far as you know, I always fought against the prison complex, and I was always standing up for you know, quote unquote minorities and people in need that were getting disproportionately, uh, you know, disproportionately rather targeted. But I never thought about race outside of when I was doing my work to really. I feel like what you're saying is totally right they've they've screamed so many races that I've never had to think about things so much and, and not I'm like oh I don't think about other people but think about what I say to not offend somebody or do something that I had no bad intention in the first place they've they've definitely uh, opened the gap of division and what I really have a problem with it is people misconstrue and say oh you don't care I, I have cared and I have, I've cared for a long a lot longer than a lot of activists but the way they're doing it now is so ineffective. It's making all you know fringe sides more angry and and solving nothing. Like I've seen no progress really made as far as it's it's so sloppy that it's almost like everything is racist now. Nothing's racist now. That the real cause of, of yeah. oppression can't be targeted because they're calling what, uh, the president's racist, if you kneel, it's racist, if you like country music, is racist. You're a racist because you retweeted somebody that they think is racist. It's like, where does
0: this madness end? And exactly, and if they really cared about racism, they would take it very seriously. And we're, it's like the same message is reflected 10 different ways in 10 different issues. You see the same thing with like college campus sexual assault things, Title IX. It's the same thing. It's like if you, can, if you allow people to... Let everything be sexual assault or everything be rape, then the real, actual rape situations are taken less seriously. And that's like, that's the worst thing you can do. If you accuse someone of doing all these things that aren't actually true, when someone actually is oppressing people, like Harvey Weinstein, for example, if you're standing up for sexual assault and you're going to cite these cases and ignore Hillary Clinton and cite these cases against Trump that were kind of you know, brought out of nowhere, and there was one case where they actually knew the person was paid to bring up a sexual assault case against him. If you don't take it seriously, when there actually is an issue, like Harvey Weinstein, it it makes it harder to step up and, like, hold these people accountable.
1: Absolutely, and we're definitely getting towards that Pandora's box of um, a lot of things being said, and, and the wormhole has been opened, and I hope it helps for the good, but as far as the accusations, we definitely have to keep it On key. Um, On that note, I know the JFK files came out this week, and especially right before I went to do this podcast, President Trump apparently released the final documents, right? That were not Mm -hmm. released. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. And they were just the only thing redacted were just people's names and addresses if they're still alive.
1: And everything was released today. Did, did you get a chance to see what was the new information on top of the ones that were released earlier this week?
0: Uh, new info at this point was L, LBJ was like a confirmed Klansman at some point, which is crazy. But at the yeah. same time, we all knew he had his, you know, he, he said some things. Got people did that for a while.
1: That's wild. Yeah, I read that and I was, I guess I'm not surprised because I've been watching, you know, I listen to both sides and I listen to what the left has to say, okay, everyone's racist, and then, you know, you listen to the right, and the Democratic Party was, if I am not mistaken, the founders of the KKK, and yeah. a lot of civil rights um, movements, and at least, you know, politically, seem to have actually come from the Republicans, Abraham Lincoln, uh, you know, and, and other things in the 60s, so it's, it's kind of strange once you hear that, and I've been waiting for people to debunk it from the left, but I, I haven't heard it, so it's
0: yeah yeah uh, Google Klanbake. There was like a time where the KKK marched through New York City during the Democratic like um, during the De- one of the Democratic campaigns. I forget which one, but they marched through the city in support of the Democrats. And then the big switch happened. And the big switch is something I took a lot of heat on for posting about. Mm. Yeah, I know People D- aren't ready for the big switch. <laughs> Danes
1: D'Azouza talks a lot about that, and he, he gets a lot of heat. And sometimes I do see some of his tweets, to be honest, where I'm like, he shouldn't have said that, you know. But as far as the, bi- <laughs> the big lie and the big switch, uh, I'm starting to really, you know, put a lot of faith in it because... I've seen nobody uh, to debunk it. So tell people what the, the big switch is and why well, you yeah, think the, it's true
0: Everyone like growing up even like in middle school high school I always learned oh and then the parties switched and then the Republicans were the southern racists and mm. the Democrats were the nice people And for you know equal rights and all this stuff, but it, it turns out the big switch didn't really happen It happened like years before and it was for economic reasons and it was like people were like you know uh, I don't agree with the party but I do need to switch just because of the times are changing economically in the north um, so when it comes to the big switch if you post about that people are like no I learned about that in high school you can't say that like oh you're one of these people now so I learned that early on that was like one of my early posts. I got a lot of heat for it but I, I stayed strong I doubled down but yeah sometimes you gotta avoid topics people aren't ready for them yet
1: I heard something recently and I, I do find it to be pretty true as far as what I've seen is that people misconstrue conservatives and think, oh my God, they care about race and this and that. And I could say honestly and accurately, I you know get thousands of comments, tens of thousands of messages from uh, you know conservative people sometimes and nobody's even mentioned race. They care about values, yeah. their values, the freedom of speech, the freedom of guns. These are the things that they are concerned with. If you're black or you're Muslim, I know this specifically because, uh, you know, I helped red pill black get a lot of exposure. I've helped a Muslim friend who's a doctor and a conservative get a lot of exposure. They embrace people of different religions and races so quickly if they embrace their values. If, you know, my Muslim friend said, you know, I believe in standing for the, uh, you know, Pledge of Allegiance, even More, He's, you know, much more conservative or right than I am and they embraced him It was actually his friends that are more liberal and left who attacked him and his other religious friends who are like How in the world could you like Trump when you're Muslim? How could you do that when you're black? You're, you know, uh, Candace Owens her whole podcast is called the myth of the coon to block herself from people calling her that word so it's like I think people do need to look inward because I find that you know conservatives and Republicans, whether I agree with everything that comes out of their mouth or every single value that they have, they care about their values. I mean, you have to give them credit. It's like the Democratic Party and the left, it's like, what do they care about now? They don't care about anything. They don't care about the truth. They just have so many emotions and so much negativity towards Trump. It's almost blinded everything. And, and they seem to be more judgmental towards people's race, like if I said this, you know, being this, they might judge it and be like, oh, wait, he's Puerto Rican, it's okay, or oh, if he was,
0: it's like, doesn't that make you racist if my race and my gender matters? It like, shouldn't play a role at all. And that's like what we saw with MAGA, too. Make America Great Again. Make America Great Again. It sounds super nice, but people are like, oh, he means segregation. He means back in the good old days. And it's like, no. He means, like, back in the days where People took pride in their home, their families. They took pride in their church, whatever religion you want. They took pride in their country. They took pride in the military. Mm-hmm. The things that, like, they're good, like, at a base Judeo Christian values, which this country was built on, which is completely okay. And that doesn't say that other religions aren't welcome. Everyone is. And like, that's what they say. And so it's like every time I go to a rally and it's the uh, pro Trump side, they are the most welcoming. And race plays. It's the smallest. It's not even like it's maybe just noticed, but it's not like, oh, here's a Asian man or here's a black woman. It's like, no, here's this lady. She's saying some good things. She's paying attention. She loves Trump for the right reasons. I like her too. I would even you know? go. Doesn't as, race ever crosses anyone's mind?
1: Absolutely. And I would, you know, maybe this might be an unpopular opinion or a statement, but I would even want to study that being a woman or a person of color, or maybe a Muslim in that world is even more beneficial towards your exposure and you're welcoming because a lot of conservatives, especially if you're a white woman or a white uh, female, or if you're Spanish and you're not dark enough for people to consider, you You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm Puerto Rican, I know people that are Puerto Rican, they get called off such a not I don't know what game they're playing anymore, but I find that people are so happy to see someone that is a woman, that is a black woman, that is a Muslim man, say their message, that they promote it, more because then they could show their friends who call them racist, you know, it's like, hey, like if it comes out of my mouth That's how racist the other side has gotten in that it matters what you know They'll judge you if you're a white woman. Oh, you're doing this for this that and you know It's so if you can get a black woman or you can get people of different ethnicities on your side Then you could show your friends like hey look there's like other people besides me and and I think it's true I think it's happening I just think it's so sad that we're being so hateful towards. This. it shouldn't matter what skin yeah. color you have or I have or anyone has. Uh, I shouldn't have to find somebody of you know a certain thing to get through to some people, but I find in all, it's not just a left thing, it's a right. People are very materialistic. They care about your appearance and, and mm-hmm. music. You know, yeah. it's like sometimes the appearance matters more than the message and never made sense to me.
0: Isn't that crazy? And all, and it's the worst because whenever there is a black Trump supporter, uh, a, a gay Trump supporter, a Muslim Trump supporter, they all, the left always goes oh and then they have their token black guy or they have their token gay person you know pr- you know pushing their agenda and it's like <laughs> no it's the person who is more times than not easily convinced to be a democrat or stay left it's a person breaking away from that like how much stronger is that person how much more impressive is that person and to hate them as if they're just selling out to like what get fame or you know lose all their friends like wh- what do you think the upside is it's The the way, if someone is able to do that and break that barrier that is created by the left and come join the conservative side, it's so much more impressive to me just because these are some real outside-of-the-box thinkers. I just just respect that a lot.
1: That's real. I've had a lot of personal friends, you know, think all these things and and put words into my mouth and say, oh, he must be that, this, that, that. But really the reason, like, you're talking about I like people – I like people that break the mold if you break the mold of what society told you to be i respect that because i truly believe society put these in our boxes and we're individuals you know your skin color your religion your you know gender it shouldn't determine what hobbies you like what type of person you are you are you and no one should be able to tell that so i love when people break the mold and also i like people that are optimistic i'm a very happy optimistic person it's i uh, i've contributed to my success how strong i've been and how focused i've been even when i was a little off course when i was younger i was always a very motivated person and thought i could do it um now the modern day left has stooped so low to you know no gratefulness i never hear how grateful they are to be in america or to be somewhere where billions of people have no water and and shelter and, and electricity so it's like i on the conservative side at least people are grateful and you know people break the mold and to me i can't get down with any movement that is 100 percent negativity pointing the finger that's the exact opposite of you know my spiritual feelings about what helped me really Grow, and I've I've seen it help a lot of people grow. The gratefulness and the self accountability. When I, it's easy to blame other people. It's harder to hone in on what you have and make make the world happen with limited resources.
0: Yeah, oh, breaking the mold. There's, exactly. There's nothing better because the left wants to just paint everyone as something. Like with the left, you lose the individual. There's it's like this group think. It's like oh, how can we make everyone happy? You're never going to make everyone happy. Just some people complain more than others. And you have to like appease certain people at certain times. The left will push, oh, this week it's like trans rights, or this week it's you know, cops abusing black people. And it's like every news cycle has its talking points. And if you watch CNN, imagine not speaking English and watching CNN. that would scare me. <laughs> it would be like someone looking at you like this in a nice outfit in like a trustworthy way with a super nice studio with a lot of money, so you assume they're right. That's just scary.
1: Like, you watch
0: that and be like, oh, man, I'm being oppressed really bad. Oh, man, like, times aren't good for me. Oh, man, I got to be careful out there. But realistically, if you go out and talk to people who don't agree with you in certain ways, like, I don't know, five years ago, I remember people were allowed to be Republicans and Democrats, and you can go to a party or you could have a Thanksgiving, and people would come and talk politics, and you'd say, oh, this is why you don't talk politics. And it was funny, and everyone could disagree, and it's okay. Now it's like – fuck, is the other half of the family gonna come over for Thanksgiving and there's gonna be some brutal conversations. And I think a lot of that, this was a very divisive um,
1: campaign. I would say, you know, Hillary spent $1.2 billion and most of her ads had no policy. They were all personal attacks. And then after the election, they're doubling down on, oh my God, Trump's working with Russia, even though I've I've, I've said many times, uh, you know, Mueller, Obama, Hillary were involved in a $130 million uranium deal to Russia for personal exchanges and that's the biggest scandal in modern history nothing like they've warped so much stuff and they've they're literally and I, I say this all the time on my thing and just to be fair just to be honest I do think the right can be gr- group thinking I, I do think sometimes right uh, wing news stations can up fear in people but the level that the CNNs and the MSNBCs and the quote unquote liberal left the level that they're trying to, and the Twitters and the Googles and even the Facebooks, their featured news stories, They're om- it almost seems like they're all colluding to put out a singular message to convince people on the left and liberal side, who I believe are totally kind-hearted good people, they're trying to convince them that all Republicans are neo-Nazis, all conservatives are, like, white supremacists, and there's no other way that anyone could be a conservative. And I know it's not true because I know millions of conservatives and I, I know that they're not portraying it purposely. So it's, it's not for people listening. And I know I get all the time that I might say, oh, well, you know, Fox is just as bad as CNN. I'm, I'm not saying that the right is not guilty of some of the things, but the level that the left is going to with all of the major networks besides Fox, all of the social media, all of the celebrities, it's, it's unprecedented how negative, how fearful, and how divisive they're being towards conservatives. And then you have Las Vegas. A bunch of conservatives get shot, and most of the country doesn't even care about it. Maybe because it's conservatives. You know, nobody wants to say it, but you had the ABC woman, or I believe I, I got to check. Maybe what CBS. It was CBS, yeah. And she uh, was the, you know, a big director there. And she said, oh, it's, I, they deserve to die. She got fired, of course, but the fact that she even thought that first, I couldn't, in my wildest dreams, wish that on anybody. Ugh. And if it was a you know, a hip-hop concert or an Ariana Grande concert or something else, maybe people would care more, maybe not. But there is a huge group effort to demonize conservatives in the weirdest way. And it's just like, you could disagree with the policies, but like you said, it's, it's not okay to be a Republican or a Trump supporter anymore, not because the ideals aren't there. And Trump, for the record, he's like... A total next level. He's like not a normal Republican. He's taking conservatism, Tea Partyism and uh, You know really like the truther movement of people who have been diving deep into politics He's really not what they say. He is like regardless of if you hate him or love him the the picture They're painting is so bananas It's so untrue and unfair that I feel bad for my friends that are Republican and conservative heavily because it's like what the heck are like? They're making our our friends and families think we're like monsters. It's yeah. the craziest
0: thing. And realistically, historically, I, I always think if you, this, this is how the Bernie supporters should be treated. If you're like a socialist or a legitimate communist, and people have told me, oh, I'm a communist. <laughs> it's like you should be like
1: Shh, <laughs> like, like chill you should... out
0: with that. <laughs> should... Oh, I'm a communist. But like no, it's like oh, like what do you think of the politics? Oh, you know, it's crazy right now. Like you can't say I'm a Trump supporter. Like, I do, and you do. Yeah. But, like, it's hard to. Um, oh, you know, I, I'm a communist. I'm a thing, I'm an anarch, anarchy communist. What? Those are the people that should be super quiet. But I think a big thing when it comes to this division that you're talking about is the echo chambers. Imagine all day sitting on your computer. You're on Facebook. You're on Instagram. You're on Twitter, YouTube. And you're seeing things that reaffirm your values. You're seeing Don mm. Lemon say Trump's the worst racist guy ever. You're seeing you know, MSNBC say, oh, Trump, Russia, we're getting closer, we're getting closer. And they have all these lies. Mm. And then on the right, we have our version of that, which people always say the media is biased on both sides. Fox News, CNN, same thing. I think Fox News is pretty good. Fox News is self-aware. I will say they're self-aware. They know what CNN is doing, and they say, "Oh, CNN is like the manipulative, whatever media. Like we're giving you what they're saying. Why it's not true. Like they actually have another level of awareness that CNN doesn't have. CNN is like super. He's trying to like hype, hype up any situation, make it the worst thing ever because that emotional sense of fear sells for them at this point."
1: I say, I say this all the time, too, to, to confirm what he's saying.
0: As somebody, and I try to
1: dumb it down and baby it as much as possible, because I know people don't want to hear it. But if I'm going to be 100% honest, as I always try to keep it, I have disliked Fox my whole life because I've been in that mindset that they're the big bullies and they're the worst person. Unobjectively, this whole election and now... Fox is so much better than MSNBC and CNN, it's not even debatable, and I'm not someone who's watched them for 20 years, I know they were guilty in the past during Bush because it was Democrat and Republican, but what people don't understand is Trump is truly not part of the elite system, he's not who they wanted, so him coming through... Destroying the Republican Party changed the Republican Party forever. It changed Fox News forever. Now you have people like Tucker coming on having conversations. Judge Janine has really good statements. Uh, kills it. And just the fact that Trump himself is a real person and just like a human being as opposed to like a puppet Republican, now they're running for the truth. So you'll see Sean Hannity covering things that I used to have to watch on in Alex Jones or someone that's deep diving. And, you know, they're covering the truth. So people don't understand because they get caught in their sides. It's not a sports game where you're left for your whole life. You're right for your whole life. you got to call it as it is. And Fox News, they have people like Shep Smith who, who could go on a CNN. So it's, they're not any longer. It's not like a right fringe and then a left fringe. It's like the left has collectively gotten, gone insane, almost to the point of pushing, in my opinion, some of them pushing mental illness on their people and so many lies. And Fox News has found themselves on the right side of history. And I get a lot of flack for that, but it's, I agree with you, it's, it's uncomparable yeah. who's better. Um, and I try to ease it in so people understand, but it's like, man, it's its not because they were always like that. I'm sure nine, 10 years ago when George Bush was doing globalist things, but because of Trump, like the, the game changed and if you don't evolve and if you don't be honest with yourself, you're gonna find yourself
0: lying to yourself just to be in you know your echo chamber. Yeah, the game changed for sure. I mean, CNN came into it during the primaries Trump's the worst, Trump's the worst, but they, they, we've talked about this before, they hyped him up so much that, like, he was supposed to be the Pied Piper, oh, Trump, like, you know, Hillary Mm. was like, oh, that's an easy win, they hype him up, hype him up, all they do is talk about Trump, so now it's like, cool, you committed, now your game is talking about Trump, Trump wins the election, Mm. what are you gonna do, keep talking about Trump, talking about Trump doesn't work anymore, what are you gonna do? make it sound worse about Trump, like, you know, exaggerate Absolutely. every story. And they now they're stuck down this negative Trump road where it's like, what can CNN do? Come out and be like, oh, Trump's really helping with Wall Street while she's <laughs> killing it, and like, we're at 3% GDP. That's pretty good. Totally. Like, they're not going to do that. They can't. And it's like, and then that's why you see the Russia-Hillary story gets 30 seconds and then Trump-Russia, which is completely nothing over the last 11 months, is like all day every day. Totally. And it's like, you guys are stuck because if you if you if you don't so my thing is if you mess up and you apologize you lose pretty bad Yeah, but never put yourself in a position where you say something so bad that you need to apologize because you can always double down Yeah, and then take the base of it and double down CNN They double down like four times and they picked the wrong thing that they should never have even started
1: well when it comes to CNN I really feel like there's certain news networks that, you know, they waver and they make connections, and I'm sure they do deals with politicians, but CNN seems like the king of misinformation and fear, and you know, all of my research I almost feel like their 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 highest interests are not even, like, gaining ratings or getting money, it's like their highest interest, in my opinion, is the mental manipulation, so it's like, they're so far down that road, they're A front for a lot of other situations that are wavering now because of Trump. So it's like, even if they wanted to save their news network, you know, in in my, at least, resources, I I don't think they care a lick about the truth. I don't think they care a lick about American people. I don't think they care about anything except for their agenda, uh, which is essentially misinformation. I mean, it's ridiculous. If you watch that for 10 minutes and you know what's going on, oh my God, Trump said that. Barack Obama might have tacked or like a yeah. wiretap Trump. What a baseless crazy claim. They said it 10,000 times. And then they had to admit on their own network that it actually happened. And then they acted like that wasn't a big deal. I'm like, I saw you lie about that 10,000 times. That would bury any other network.
0: Yeah, classic. Like no, one,
1: no one notices.
0: Classic leftist move of like, yeah, they went so hard. Baseless claim, completely crazy conspiracy theory. And then, all just for Twitter, for example, all those tweets, thousands and thousands of retweets. And then one time they come out and it's like, and they quote like New York Times, and they're like, oh, New York Times, Trump uh, tower, you know, tap during whatever. And it gets like 200 retweets, no one cares. And it's like, the damage is done. Mm. If you put this story out there and people read it as true, forget changing their mind afterwards, the emotional impact. The, the, mm. the, the, the spike in emotions from, oh my god, Trump is like this crazy, unhinged, idiot guy, that doesn't get reversed. That happens, that gets imprinted, that hits the people that love CNN and come back to CNN every day. So when you do hit them with, oh, actually, actually six months ago, we misspoke, that doesn't do anything. That doesn't strike any emotional chords with people.
1: Strange, I, I try to explain to my friends who don't pay attention at all and they're not really wavering, you know, I'm like, it's not just that the news is biased. Like, you might think, oh, well, they, they don't like Trump and, you know, they're Dem. It's not just that. They literally make up completely fake stories that don't even exist with this Russia investigation. I can't think, think in my head of a more backward situation than a guy involved in the biggest Russia scandal in modern-day U.S. history is the leader of the investigation. Like, that's how bad it is. And when it comes to Twitter... It seems like the lie always gets sixty thousand retweets and fills everyone with emotions, and then they correct it. A hundred. It, I've seen it happen so many times with so many different things on Trump. Uh, it's it's bananas. Like that's what people I think don't understand. They they understand oh it's biased or you know they might not like him, but it's not even just that. They're making up fake. <laughs> he calls them fake news for a reason. They're literally like psyops organizations that just spread misinformation because they're so buried so deep they don't know they don't have any other plan they're screwed if people wake up to the reality of who they really are
0: yeah this shit is bananas man b-a-n-a-n-a-s <laughs> um and just imagine like in your echo chamber all day it completely dehumanizes the other side and this is something i didn't exist basically 20 years. I mean, 10 years ago, even people weren't on the internet like they are now. Like it was, it wasn't there. People weren't on their phones like they are now. This is something in the last 10 years that pops up that no one really regulates. No one regulates the echo chambers. No one. I've never heard anyone really talk about it except for you. You have like the break the echo chamber shirt, which I saw
1: yeah. on, on Dreamwear.com. That's a, a shameless promotion. Dreamwear.com. Oh, yeah,
0: I got you with that. <laughs> um, but it's like if you don't, I had to. If, if you don't realize you're in an echo chamber. It's like how can someone see the information you see all day every day and then support this racist, bigot, monster, sex abuser like, oh, you support Trump? Like that's why people are getting punched in the face. That's why everyone's a Nazi because they are convinced. Like, hey, think about like trying to live a rewarding life. Think about being under 30, having a job that probably isn't paying you a lot of money. Um, graduated from a school. You kind of think, you know, I went to college. I should have a job. I majored in this. I should have a job. I should be, like, you know, fulfilled. No one's fulfilled. And now the media convinced them the U.S. got taken over by Nazis. And that's why you're seeing the far left, the Antifas, the Black Lives Matter, step up and, like, all right, like, this is what my calling is. Like, religion isn't important in these these people's lives. They have nothing above them that is sacred. They have nothing above them that is, like, you know, bigger than them that they're a part of. They want this group thing. And it's like, you know, if you don't play sports or if you don't partake in any of these things ever, like this is so rewarding and so fulfilling naturally, emotionally, that it makes total sense. Oh, yeah, there's a Nazi problem. Me and my friends from around the corner, we're going to go to the thing on Saturday and make sure there's no Nazis there and save America. Wow, what a life. That sounds dope. I wish, I don't wish that was true, but like if there was a Nazi problem, believe Trump's America would be the first ones there. And they would stop it. Because, like, who likes Nazis? And it's a left-wing thing at a base, but that's a history lesson we're not going to get into. We're Absolutely.
1: Kind of and on that, you know, I'll dive into it a little bit. If you Google Joseph Goebbels, G-O-E-B-B-E-L-S, check out his quotes. Because when I look at his quotes and I look at what the media is doing in the Democratic Party, it almost seems like they're reading straight out of his book. So, and a lot of their things was uh, socialism over socialism. I'm not throwing all the blame on socialism particularly, but if you look at a lot of the things that he did and how big governments happen like that, it's not on the right. You know, the right is zero government. That's anarchy. That's why anarcho-communist it's like 100% government, 0% government. I just don't personally understand it, but the right is anarchy then republic and then, you know, democracy. Like, the more right you go, the less government you get. The more left you go, the, so... The, the mass government takeover is not going to be on the right side Because regardless of who you think is behind the movement They want less government regulation But on that note, I, I do see where people might be frustrated Because the price of everything's going up The price of beans are going up And rent is going up And, and everything's going up Meanwhile, jobs are going down And there's no loyalty in the big companies anymore They'll, they'll lay you off like this If you do production or film you know, They don't want to sign you anymore They want to contract you out They want to give you this Buy your own health care they are definitely screwing the American people, so I understand the pain, but also I do believe it's it's a lot generated. I mean, they're spending billions of dollars. You have people like Hillary Clinton, who spent $1.2 billion, George Soros, who just maxed out his Open Society Foundation with like $16 billion. They're putting so much information out there to make people believe that when you log into Twitter... All I see is stories that make me think that if I wasn't, you know, so well researched and I just, you know, went to my job and checked Twitter every now, I would think that too. So it's like there it's not a coincidence that people think that above that they're really pushing people in that direction. Um,
0: and yeah, I think you told me the one of the Goebbels quotes. Um, it's not about the smart people like the smart or the woke people, whatever the word was. Absolutely. What was it?
1: I don't know it exactly, but he was basically saying, I know I'm not going to capture intelligent people with my propaganda, but I don't, I don't need to because there's, there's a low percentage of very intelligent people and there's a high percentage of followers. So it's like, you look at all his quotes and you're like, whoa, like this guy really knew how to control populations. And, I correct me if I'm wrong. I think Hillary Clinton wrote a, a thesis speech and was mentored by Sal Alinsky, yeah. who his tactic was blame everyone else and convince them of what you're doing. And that's yeah. exactly Roles what they're radicals. doing. Exactly. Like it's, I mean, it's it's bananas. Um, but, you know, I think I think it'll work out. And in general, the echo chamber, I think, will get broken with, you know, hopefully. Podcasts and and conversations people like Joe Rogan who hear both sides people like you who go to the streets and you know Hopefully this podcast can start bringing people. I'm gonna have very extreme Left-wing people on I'm gonna have people who are more centrist and right and you know have these conversations And I think when you speak and when the truth comes out, that's you don't get the truth when you just sit in an echo chamber Um, so you, you got to hear out all sides. And I listen I listen to everything the left wing media is saying. I listen to everything my progressive friends are saying that aren't like big Trump haters. Like they're not that far gone. I hear what they're, I'm listening to everyone. It's just where where the truth and the sense
0: is, is just not falling where it used to for me. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. I'm totally with you on that. And the propaganda appeals to people that the propaganda, the propaganda appeals to. And I think at this point, I don't want to say the far right because the far right makes it seem like alt-right nazi people that's not what it is but like the people that are hunkered down in conservative values which i think like we would be we're people that are based in facts based in data based in analyzing situations taking a case by case kind of the new right and this far left which is being fueled by the mainstream media and the liberal agenda they're we're all fighting for the moderates. so it's like we got. Boom on the left, boom on the right, and it's these people right here that we're just trying to hungry, hungry hippo, mm. and we're just trying to get as many as we can. And it's like, how do you do it? And the left is like, oh, fear, like Donald Trump, the worst guy ever is president. Look, you know, follow, follow, follow. And we're like, Donald Trump isn't the worst guy ever. Here's actually some good things. It's hard, but I guess people having their red pill moments, if you will. Like my red pill moment was just my my biggest red pill moment, realistically. Was when Trump won the election, because I thought even if he was going to do well, like I saw a ninety-eight percent chance Hillary wins, and even then I was like, she said, they're going to rig it because I, I didn't trust the system, and that system has issues. But that kind of revived my belief in the American democracy. I was like, oh, Trump did win, like let's go, and like I, you know that really fueled me. Um, but having like red pill moments like that, I think a red pill moment for a lot of people will be if. Hillary or Susan Rice or Debbie Wasserman Schultz goes to jail, people will be like, whoa, like they'll kind of take a step back and be like, whoa, like what what, what was I believing for a sec? Mm. So it's just how many times can we red pill people before the mainstream media is it blue pills the other one? Blue pills them or yeah. continues to feed so maybe not even blue pills because they're not making a decision; they're just like attached to the IV of, like, whatever the mainstream bullshit agenda is. We have to pull that thing off their arm.
1: Absolutely. Uh, And that that reference, if people don't know that are watching, comes from the Matrix and has kind of trickled into politics and life. But, you know, uh, Morpheus said, take the red pill and I'll wake you up to the reality of stuff. Blue pill, you go back to sleep and you just go to your job. You know, cubicle, this, that. Like, very, like, caught in what is, you know, the believed reality. So... Uh, I think that gets misconstrued sometimes. And I, I do think a lot of people are stuck in the matrix. And two, you know, I have a lot of very talented, very good people that are progressive and left-leaning people. And I, I think the key, what's really going to help America is when people themselves start making a change in their own lives. Everybody can have opinions. Everybody can talk. Recently, I partnered with Ecosia.org because at you know the liberal values that i share are our environment and you know true social justice not the fake social justice they're pushing but i'm not just going to talk about it and complain that government's not doing it i know they're not going to do it trump's not going to do it hillary's not going to do it no one's doing it we have to do it you know what i'm saying if you're a big environmentalist you go do it put something together don't wait for trump or, or a democrat to do it because they're not going to do it they're, they don't yeah. want progressives in in their party they're not going to do it bernie sanders he might do a few things, healthcare, this and that, but he doesn't, He's he cares about his agenda. He doesn't care about specifically what you care about. We have to do it. If you're on the right side and you see freedom of speech dying, if you see the, the hypocrisy, go out and st- be a reporter. I want to see more, you know, progressive reporters do good stuff. I think Jimmy Dora, I agree with him, I disagree with him a lot, but he goes hard at the Trump-Russia stuff. He calls that out. He calls out intelligence agencies. You know, he does real deep diving stuff. We need more people on the left doing that because now all the investigative journalists, a lot of it's on the right because the right's inspired and the left is caught in the madness. So it's like, even if you are, I know there's a lot of good classic liberals, but what, what I'm seeing and I think what you're seeing as well is that liberalism as it should have been, true social justice, true equality, true environmental rights... It's almost all been hijacked to the point where you can't even hi- have a conversation. Oh, no, they said, scientists said this, don't even talk about it. Well, that's not science. That's propaganda, you know? And then yeah. it's like, oh, well, you know, this is happening. Well, what do you do? Oh, nothing, just, or, oh, it's like they've ruined everything. They've ruined feminism. They've ruined social justice. So yeah. it's like, it's not even that we don't, I think they misconstrue, and they're like, oh, they're just a bunch. they care about oil, and, you know, it's like, I, yeah, I know a lot rich, of conservative environment environmentalists, nowadays you know younger kids but it's just like man is it like the the liberal values that we all want and that conservatives want to see they love true liberals but it's totally been hijacked by the democratic party by hillary and by the mainstream media that it's like you you see more social justice coming out of you know centrists at best like maybe left-leaning people who aren't too far gone and a lot of people on the right are kind of breaking the mold so it's it's not a it's not a hate fest. I think I I know you feel that way and I do too. It's I don't I don't like to pick sides and do certain things, but you know I go to a lot more um, right leaning journalists and investigative journalists because they're the ones doing the deep diving and it's like. They've evolved, and then exactly. modern-day liberals like went ten years back in time, and it's like yeah. now nothing is real. Like I'm like, what the what happened? Like I thought we were the yeah. scientific ones. I thought we were the next level ones. But like that's I'm not part of something that's not growing and that's being almost counterproductive. If you bring something to the table, that's not what they want to hear. It's almost like it doesn't even exist. It's like that's not, you know, now you're finding on the the conservative side, it's like they're they're the ones you know looking at information and facts. So. I I really want to wake people up to that. Like, it's like you don't have to be a conservative, you don't have to be a right wing, but you can't continue whatever this weird mm-hmm. media-induced like panic is
0: because it's not doing anything. It's not solving anything. Exactly, and you you put it perfectly. They're they're in this chaos mode because the right. I truly believe the right has rebranded. Trump isn't a politician. He's not even a Republican.
1: <laughs> like, I think he's a like
0: change to the system. The system had problems. Everyone agrees. I saw he, he ran
1: for the reform party in 2000. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, it was like a third party even, system with Al Sharpton or something. Like this dude is a total he's wild card.
0: <laughs> so it's like he's a change to the system. He's like a self-aware politician who's not a politician who sees the system's issues. He comes in and he has like a libertarian streak. He has a small go- you know, small government, less taxes, you know, doing it the right way, bring it back to American values, what made this country great, which are family, the, the country, your religious freedom, your individuality. Right. He brought all those things back, and that was a complete rebrand of the right, because there's a lot of people on the right who don't agree with him, like establishment GOP people, all the rhinos, all the, you know, Mitch McConnells. Almost everybody, rhinos, right? You know? I mean, he,
1: he keeps it real in his tweets. He says, oh, we're getting along. And stuff, but, like, most of the establishment Republicans, and that was the moment during the election when when I, when they all started jumping ship a week before. I was like, oh. And then I'm watching. I'm like, he really – because I fell for the a lot of progressive people. I was just, "Too, he's a billionaire. He's in on it. Uh, yeah. To an extent, obviously, he's wealthy enough and connected enough to get away with it and win. But – He's not who they wanted. He's just not. Like yeah. Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, they don't like this guy. He just totally messed great. up their whole thing. That's it's, huge. It's amazing. And yeah. That's like and
0: that's like really how this becomes the populist movement. That's how this becomes like the nationalist the other the other side would have been Hillary Clinton would have been like this European socialist bullshit where there's no individualism. <laughs> There's no rights, and everything's like... Oh, man, that would have been up. wild. I, I, think even, been I think
1: even the millions, if not tens of millions, of Bernie Sanders and progressive report, uh, supporters could wake up every morning and be like, man, we don't have Hillary Clinton's president. Yeah. I think that's something we could all uh, yeah. appreciate. And oh I, I do gosh. want to say, uh, what he was talking about, the new right, and I, I want to clear this up for some people who are listening or watching or whatever, is that they the media has branded alt-right so much. Alt-right, Richard Spencer, said a bunch of neo-Nazis. No, nobody likes him, and if they do, you know, that's their, they could talk about it and defend him. That's not what I'm here to do because I just said most conservatives disavow him and don't even want anything to do with him. But the new everything is not all right. Every conservative is not all right. Every Republican is not all right. And the new right is younger, more woke, more, you know, realistic conservatives that are actually leveling up and becoming, you know, in a lot of ways, more better classic liberals than liberals. Yeah. And, and during the election, what I exactly. always said the whole time to people like talking about Trump, I said, if you don't like him, stop talking about him because if I talk about someone for a year, none of that matters. What matters is what I do. What I do and what I produce and what I make, that's what matters, not what I say about someone else. So you can't constantly talk shit on somebody else and then be worse than them. And that's what Hillary did. She was talking shit on Trump the whole time, but she was worse than him. So if you really want liberalism to succeed or progressivism, and if you don't, you think the race is big, bad thing, the, the best thing you could do is stop focusing on it. Stop focusing on Trump and get better yourself. Be self-accountable and self-reflective. It's this new wave of like, oh, I can point at somebody and call them a name and I'm a better person. It doesn't matter. Even if you call the worst person in the world, the worst name doesn't change what you're doing. So it's like... The left, for the sake of America, we we do need a balance of some sort. You know, in many ways, that's what's made us a great country. But this like media-induced blame the right for everything, and every right is a Nazi, and I'm a great person. It's like it's so embarrassing. You're gonna lose in 2020 again at this rate. Oh yeah. Uh, you gotta you gotta do something. Like you can't do something. Like I want to. Where are the progressives doing environmentalist stuff? Where are the liberals doing better journalism? Like I don't see that many. So they've got so used to hating on Trump and conservatives. It's like they don't even have anything to show for it anymore. And it's, it's just like annoying. I'm
0: not, you know, Yeah, it went down a bad road. Like I remember growing up, I would watch 10 o'clock news with my family at night, 10 o'clock news comes on and it was uplifting. Oh, this is what's going on. Good. Here's sports. Here's weather. Here's something scary. Here's something good. Here's something scary. Good. And it was like bigger picture. The energy was good. 24 hour news came and it became this competition now. Mm. And, It just really, yeah, it makes it harder for the left to wake up because they've been fed this for so long. It's easier for the right to wake up just because I feel like conservative politics were never really based too hard on emotions. Like the whole facts don't care about your feelings type thing. I feel like that was kind of always around in a certain way, whether it was verbalized or not. And the left has always been appealing to emotion.
1: Do you think Trump really elevated it too, or do you think it was like a natural progression? Because part of me thinks like with with Fox, if it was an establishment Republican, Fox, I don't think they would have been as bad as CNN at the current rate of what I'm seeing right now. But, you know, maybe they would have just played along with it. But the fact that Trump broke through and wasn't really a Republican and was really an outsider, and then he was the guy. Like, I I do uh, attribute a lot of... That changed to Trump because I, I feel like he he broke even their mold because yeah, I mean if 100%. it was just I mean if it was a, a establishment Republican like Mitch McConnell versus Hillary you would have had Fox going for McConnell and you know they probably, well, you know, yeah. it's, it's like, so it's like, in so many ways, I'd to explain to people, like, man, Trump is pretty, a pretty yeah. great guy, like, he did a lot of like, cool stuff, like, I know they're not, talk about them, but he broke the media, he's breaking political correctness, like, no, everything he says, I wouldn't wake up and tweet at 5 a.m., but it's like, I, it's, I'm not offended, like, I'm, I'm not gonna cry about it, I think it's pretty great, like, on the chessboard, he's making power moves for the people of, of all race, religions, and genders, like,
0: 100%, like, every news outlet kind of had their choice like fox could could have not embraced him and you know taken the wrong side of the trade and been like you know against him or chose someone else but they embraced him they realized what he was they they saw the pivot in the gop they saw the pivot and they're like this is a good move this is more populist is more for the people takes it back to our roots this is a good move and cnn didn't take their pivot correctly. They were like, "Oh, Hillary Clinton, we're gonna promote the shit out of her." That's true. Hillary. I, I mean, that's that's the crazy. Hillary, Hillary could destroy
1: all of them because they, they they like went all in on her, and she was just not the right one to go all in on. And now they're Bad doubling worse. down on it, where it's yeah. like they're gonna. It's a sinking ship. It's like she's the anchor in the ship, and it's sinking, sinking and sinking. They just don't get it. It's like you have to you have to pivot because it's they're gonna they're they'd rather. Sink the whole country than just admit they were wrong. Rather That's sink how the whole bad country,
0: they they'd rather sink the whole country and blame it on racism or sexism instead of take things for what they are, accept the reality, understand the reality. I'm not saying the country's perfect, but realistically, it's the best country by far compared to, every, you know, all over the all over the world. Totally. It's yeah. a fantastic place. It's not I'm not in a rush district. to go anywhere else. Yeah. Yes, it's, You it's won't see me take any trips to London anytime soon.
1: And a lot of the stuff that Trump talks about that might not be politically correct and certainly after long analysis, I don't think it has anything to do with racism. But when it comes to border security and travel security, these are things potentially in 10, 15 years, depending on the route that Europe goes, that people will be very thankful that happened, you know, and it has nothing to do with being racist. Like there's a lot going on in the Middle East, Syria. They had all of their cities taken over by ISIS. So even their passport security stuff was not authentic. So you have millions of refugees going to Europe, but their passports are possibly illegal because the, the whole country is taken over. So it's, yes, he could have, okay, oh, he, you know, people are like, well, why didn't he put Saudi Arabia on it? I'm not saying it's the perfect strategy and there's money and power reasons there, but. Possibly Europe might be in very bad shape in five, ten years because they tried to be too, like, uh, you know, like maybe it's okay, but there potentially is millions of people from ISIS
0: in those countries. So And they're doubling down too. So they go, like, oh, let them in, let them in. Refugees are welcome here. Cool. Then your rape goes to the roof, sexual assault goes to the roof, child molestation goes to the roof, just general assault, violent crimes are through the roof people don't respect their laws at all and then they double down and they hide the the, the, the you know the cultural identity or they hide the facts about like the 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 violent crimes they oh yeah. you know it's not that bad it's up a little bit whatever Yeah and they're lying about they, it they lie oh acid attacks they label them as like you know a certain type of assault they don't say acid attacks people aren't realizing oh there's five acid attacks in London a day when that never happened ever basically before this an acid attack such like a d- devastating thing. Throw
1: acid on someone's face, right? Uh, Burn their face for the rest of their life. And
0: they mostly attack women too. And it's just like so sad. It, it's just Do you go a lady on a bus and just ruin her face because. You- You were at a place where that was something that you did, and you don't even know this person.
1: I think Obama was such a cool, funny, like, likable guy that he had everybody asleep to the point of, we have the largest military budget by far. The next seven, nine countries, whatever, can't even achieve it. We're in 70% of countries around the world, approximately. You could fact check me on that. But how did ISIS under Obama, with Hillary as Secretary of State... How did they grow if we're the biggest military they don't even have uh you know an air force and we're everywhere you know we're the big bad people how did they take over all of syria how did they take over all, most of iraq and since trump's been in office they've relinquished almost every city that they've taken in syria and iraq so is it that crazy to say hey i don't know what's going on there and something fishy is clearly going on as i think we'll find in the next coming years it was fishier than people could even imagine why is it such a weird thing to be like let's take a five-year break it's not like we don't have enough people trying to come here i know people from canada and europe and and all sorts of south america who try for 10 years and spend tens of thousands of dollars and still can't get here we have no people want to come here really badly it's not a bad idea to take a break from an area that we're being lied about to by our government and it has nothing to do with Trump. It's just Obama's yeah. so, that's why political correctness is bad. Yeah, he's cool and funny, but like, what's he doing?
0: Yeah, everyone loved Obama, everyone misses Obama. And I've heard so many people say, oh, you know, I missed the scandal-free days of Obama. What? <laughs> Cover up days of You know, of Obama. Fast and Furious, the IRS Tea Party scandal, Benghazi, he was a big part of. All these things, doubling the national debt. The scandal free days of Obama, like spying on Trump, that was real. People just don't get it. They thought he made jokes. They saw him cry at Sandy Hook. They saw him give these speeches where he said, you know, Trayvon could have been my son, like, and cry and be real. And it's the same way that I, when I first saw Bernie Sanders before I looked into his policies, was like, wow, Bernie's a guy for the people. I trust him. Like, he's genuine. Mm. Obama, I don't think, is genuine. I think in the beginning he was. I think his first term, uh 2000 what 2008 right 2008 when he was first elected i think he was genuine i think that he bought into the globalist agenda the same way hillary did um and he lost it but he was just pushing oh i care for the people i'm for the people i'm the first black president i'm really you know well liked and blah, blah 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 we're progressive 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 and he really did the most divisive things I think of any president in the last 40 years.
1: And I think, uh, yeah, on that note, actions speak louder than words. So it's like, you can say all these nice things and Obama is a very real person. There's a lot of uh, speeches I could quote and share because I agree exactly with what he's saying, but actions speak louder than words. And um, there's actually a great speech of Obama. I don't know if you've seen it before when he was in college. I think it was like his thesis or he's talking about his book and he talks for an hour about it, two hours and you could see like who he really is and uh it's interesting i mean i wouldn't demonize him for it specifically but it told me a lot that he was big into socialism he was big into rape like it he sounded zero percent grateful to be in america like he didn't sound like somebody who i'm gonna be president because i love this country sounded like he hates this country and he was you know he thinks it's an awful terrible place um but you gotta check it out because it's a very interesting, like, two one or two hour speech. Um, and my personal thoughts on Obama: I think he maybe had good intentions at the beginning, but what people don't understand is the deep state is very, very real, yeah. and the, the, the real globalist agenda is very, very real. As Vladimir Putin said, and you know a lot of people like to demonize him, but he made a speech where he said Obama was a liberal. Obama's a great guy, blah blah blah. But people in black suits and black ties, they come in and they dictate the show. People think it's a conspiracy. There's no way it could happen, mm. but Obama is was a puppet to, I mean, Monsanto and a lot of the banks were paying for a lot of things he's doing, so he owes them favors. Another reason why Trump's so great. He doesn't owe anyone favors because he's already that wealthy. So I think people... What's that? Ah, uh, it's okay. We'll t- no, we'll take a pee break. It's a. It's, a, it's real. <laughs> But in that way, as he's taking a leak per se, I think people, and that's why I'm not very negative about Obama, Uh, I I don't think he had the ability to do what Trump can do, because Trump has less ties based on the way he ran his campaign, and you can see that in the fact that he's even allowed. If if Obama was truly an outsider uh, in 2008, he would not have been allowed to get the democratic seat because their whole system is rigged they have super delegates uh who switch to his side if he was like bernie sanders or you know not even bernie per se you know even further than that there's no way that he would have even been allowed to run so i i don't i don't think it's specifically him and his thoughts i think he's you know he was just a pawn piece as was hillary and as you know yeah. yeah so it's like it's like man that's another great thing about trump that no one wants to talk about he doesn't He's going at the pharmacy industry. That's what Bernie wanted to
0: do. Trump's doing it. He's he's he called like, imagine out, Obama for the JFK files. He would hold he would withhold the documents and not or redact them so bad, even though it's illegal. Like he would do something where he wouldn't do it. Trump is like, that's not what we're here for. We're the transparency people. I don't think anybody,
1: any president, but they they say, oh well, it was it was set to release. I don't think any president but Trump would have released them because the intelligence communities lobbied very strongly against it and i mean most of the other presidents either started up or ended up puppets to the intelligence community so uh,
0: yeah you see it happen like chuck schumer as a new york person mm. he used to be you know illegal immigrants they're illegal they're not undocumented don't call them that they're illegal they're breaking the law blah blah, blah. and then like three years later he's um, he's talking about Trump he's crying. He's mean spirited, and it's just like, what? What happened? What? Like what, what? 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 Someone gave you a thing one day, and you're like, you know, you took a pill, and you're like, oh, now I'm the fucking worst. And like, cheek- wow. cheeky
1: Chuck, as I call him, I've actually never called him that, but I'm gonna now. <laughs> yeah, cheeky Chuck. He also has that one where he's on Matto and he says, oh, well, the intelligence communities have seven ways till Sunday to get back at Trump. Like, talking about Trump doing his own thing. He's like, he basically was, like, threatening him, being like, yo, the intelligence communities will come at you. I think a lot of these politicians are a little salty because... They've had to do their whole lives, you know, being complete rats and being complete snitches and being complete. Oh, how can I get your money? Who can tell, please give me your money? Please, I want your support. And Trump comes in with no experience and wins the seat that they want so bad. There's so much ego involved. He did what Hillary's been wanting to do her whole life, what Chuck Schumer wishes he could do. Trump did it did with it no experience. He did, he did it for, for fun. fun, for sport, and he just. Yelled at all of them while he did it So don't even think for a second That even someone like Bernie Sanders Who's way more negative than I, If he was a true outsider He could work with Trump Trump would work with him And, and make some yeah. deals Big if pharma he, was a true outsider, he would
0: love Trump He's in a
1: way He's salty because he he spent 60, 50, 50, 40 years Whatever in politics 30 maybe And Trump just did <laughs> Just stomped on the whole system So I think there's a lot of saltiness With Ch- Chippy Chuck and uh, oh, yeah And Cornbread Bernie I don't know if that's a thing, but...
0: I love cornbread, Bernie. That's a good one. I'll take it. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. And he comes in. He spends way less than everyone else. He, you know, Hillary has Wall Street tech, the media, the answers to the debates, like everything. But that's not what America wanted, and you can't fake it all the way. Obama did it, and he faked it all the way, and America was like, I don't want that again. And they say, oh, it's racism. What, people came out of the woods and voted for Trump? It's like the, the same people that voted for, a lot of the same people that voted for Trump voted for Obama in 2012. It's the most so bizarre,
1: You know? I find a nicer way to say it, bizarre, uh, you know, narrative that I find a lot of intelligent people that I semi-like on the left, falling for Van Jones at first, said it was a white lash. And since then, I feel like he, he, he had a better statement. I think he realized maybe he was wrong or, or maybe he's just trying to sell his book. But Noam Chomsky, who I've respected, for a long time he came out and said it was because of racism. And I was just blown away by the amount of people I thought were intelligent. That it's like you can say whatever you want, you can hate Trump. You can Obama was there for eight years. People didn't vote. We didn't act. like it they set the whole election up. It's Trump versus Hillary. We had Obama's race Trump versus Hillary. We pick the person we like better as a collective country, and then we get blamed for racism. Like it's the big and there was not even any other ethnicity people in the election besides ben carson who they all made fun of so it's like well you set this all up you give us an option pick this one or pick this one and then they call us racist like that's the most bananas uh narrative ever it's like you can say what you want but nothing about its racism racism and you know maybe his rhetoric was not
0: but we didn't you set this up with your Pied Piper shit. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's like, you didn't give us another option. And it, and it really, it, exactly like you said, it set us up. And they're like, oh, you picked him? That means you're racist. And we're like, well, we picked him and he's our guy, not your guy. So no, like we're the ones fighting back now. And it's getting to a point where the people who are, were in charge, like the, the, the mega media complex, Hollywood, the you know entertainers, athletes, He's coming at him, and people are surprised. They're mad at what he's doing, but this is what he said he was going to do. It's, it's drain the swamp. The swamp is so wide and diverse. It's not about going in. Oh, he's a president. Let's try and like make everyone happy. He's coming at the NFL, and he comes at the NFL, and he knows the majority of the NFL watchers, majority of Americans want people to stand for the anthem, and it has. And if you're going to make a political point, don't do it with that because it means something to someone else. But at the same time, freedom of speech, go ahead and do it. But when people don't agree and tune out of the NFL, don't call them racist. So it's like we're at this point now where we're taking a stand back and we actually make sense. And the left is just retreating. They're, they're, holding, the rope to a, uh, they're holding their rope on a boat attached to a shark. They have no business trying to catch. And it's running the line out and it's just burning their hands. And people are letting go. Hillary Clinton, Bernie, are they're letting go and they're getting they're get they're, they're losing their people that had the tightest grip, and with that, the shark of freedom will be free.
1: Wow, my favorite thing about the NFL protest is that Trump said stuff and then they said stuff and then uh, all the conservatives and Trump supporters started boycotting the NFL. But before that, it was Colin Kaepernick and the you know people kneeling for criminal justice reform or, or police brutality who are who are. Uh, <laughs> Protesting, So now you have both sides of the debate arguing with each other, but simultaneously protesting the NFL. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, everyone's protesting. They're protesting. The NFL's <laughs> like, who, who do we like <laughs> they met, more? They got caught in the middle of a social justice movement, like debate and an American debate. I was, I'm just cracking up. Like, I, cause I'm, to be honest, I watched more NBA, so I, I don't care. I've been boycotting the NFL for three years. Get on my level. I've been
0: <laughs> I have over there. Can you grab me that blue box? Yeah. Which one? Uh, on the bottom? Bottom left? Yep. Yeah. So I have here- I would say it's more of a, a black, a, a, a dark- That's a navy. Dark blue, it's a navy blue. So I have here season tickets to the Rams. Oh, shit. Sure. I didn't go to one game! <laughs> Oops. Because
1: of the boycott, or
0: nah? I mean, just because it's the it's the
1: L. A. Rams, and I just can You, can't, you got to, I gotta tell my cousins. I, I gotta tell my cousins about this. They're huge Ram fans. They're
0: gonna be oh, very upset. I have parking passes. I have pins. Yeah, that's just... I have a chance to win a trip to London. What am I gonna do? Drive to the U. S. C. Coliseum with a hundred thousand people and try and park my car and then and walk to a, a place with all these people and they're gonna take it. Nay, I'd rather just not watch it from my couch. Yes. Sorry, Rams. That's what you get.
1: You know, it's it's interesting. I I wish both sides could just have an honest debate about it, but, like, for me, I just, I think it's funny that that both sides are are protesting and that it's become, you know, a mess. Same with ESPN. Uh, You get caught in the middle of stuff and then it's like, you know, you go too far left and too far down the social justice end it's like a, it's, you can't, you ruin it. You know, everything's racist. Now it's like, they don't know whether to suspend somebody. Am I, am I going to be racist for suspending? Like they've really uh, put their brands at risk, but you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. I'm interested to see the NFL. I, I've, I haven't watched for years.
0: I think this is something that's kind of been in the making. It's kind of like been manifesting for a while. We've been giving too much attention to these people. And I don't want to get corny, but like the real heroes are the military. The real heroes are the police, the first responders. Those people are heroes. And like the NFL and entertainer and actors in Hollywood have been giving so much cred- giving so much credibility. An actor gets so much credibility, people care what he says. Why? Because he pretended to be the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Now that person should tell me how to raise my kid or tell me how to act, or who to vote for, that's kind of crazy. So there needed to be a reset. Like I feel like the pendulum swung from the 90s up until now, the political correctness pendulum. I remember being in fifth grade or fourth grade, and someone called another kid in the class gay, and everyone laughed, and the teacher laughed, and was like, "Okay," Like, it was crazy, politically incorrect. I think the awareness of that was fine. Don't call people gay, don't say retarded, all that stuff. Cool. Mm. The pendulum swung. And then it went too far Too
1: far. and I now agree. it's coming
0: back. And the coming back is what we're seeing with the new rebrand of the right. That's the reset, where mm. we're taking some stuff back and we're I not agree. allowing the left to like make the rules anymore because if they keep making the rules. That pendulum will just go all the way and it'll ruin everything.
1: We've, we've gone too far. With, with the NFL, at least the message behind it, besides when Trump uh, you know, got into an argument with Steph Curry or whatever, then the protest became,
0: oh, we just don't like Trump. So like, it got, is, yeah. got totally sloppy. But, but... he just art of the deal them, Art of the deal, he art of war to them where, okay, cool. I'm going to make a comment about it. If you disagree, your next respect, he knew. Their response I do to think me, he oh, plays yeah, chess on them. Yeah. They, they
1: think he's so dumb, and they've, they've been convinced he's so dumb, that he actually just kind of chesses him on every move. And now the NFL and ESPN are hurting from it. But I do wish in my heart, because I know the thought, at least the heart behind what is trying to raise awareness is, it comes from a good place. I just think it's gotten to the point where, it's all blame, and it's all pointing to one thing, and it's and to solve anything, it's, it's a huge effort from everybody, and it's multiple things at once. I find that most of those activists are not very honest, but I do want to see a debate, because I think there's a point that they have, and in, in my opinion, the root, when you take away all of the, fr- the surface stuff, is the Kaepernick supporter... And the conservative Trump supporter or the new right Trump supporter are very similar at root causes. They all want freedom, equality, justice, and criminal justice reform. The new, yeah, right, the new right wants does. people like Debbie Wasserman Schultz and Hillary Clinton <laughs> to be held accountable. Yeah. And the, I want that
0: too, man. You know, and, and so do a lot of progressives.
1: So do a lot of left leaning uh. people. Most Bernie Sanders people, even if they're still supporting Bernie and they hate, they, in, in their hearts and souls, and like, you know, they want the Democratic Party held accountable. The Kaepernick supporter, they want police held accountable, and I do think there are corrupt police, but once again, people uh, like Sean King, who I, I think does some important work, I've seen some articles where I'm like, great, They when, when you make everything racist, then nothing's racist, you ruin it for yourself, so I, I see things that Sean King shares, and sometimes people like Jimmy Dore, who I say, sometimes I agree sometimes I don't, and they take these dumb cases where they're like, oh my God, how did that happen? And the guy literally is getting handcuffed and he turns around and the cop throws him on his head and they're like, I'm like, you can't turn around when you're getting handcuffed. Yeah. So no matter what race or religion or gender, that's a stupid thing to do. If you're an LGBT person and you walk up to a cop that, and with a knife and you get shot, that's a stupid thing to do is walk up to a cop. So it's like, there needs
0: to be and a And they ban- frame it, oh, cop kills LGBT person. Totally. Cop so kills unarmed black have, guy. They have the guy, a point. You know- they have a
1: point, but they've gone too far. And it's 1,000% uh, blame everyone else and no accountability. I think to reform communities, yes, the police have to you know get better. But there's corruption in every yeah. thing. I've worked in a library. I've worked in a, a supermarket. I've worked at an agency. Those same douchey cops that do douchey things are in every single place it, that's why you have to change yourself to change the world because we can't expect cops to be perfect when we do the same dumb sh- shit wherever we work so it's it's gotten to a point where i'm just like i want to see both sides like a ben shapiro or someone good on the right debate a colin kaepernick because i think they'll hold each other accountable and and maybe hopefully find because they want freedom equality justice and, and criminal justice reform just in a different way if we could come together and be like okay We'll make sure bad cops are held accountable. We'll make sure you stop badgering all cops and saying all oh, cops are bad because now you just look dumb when you have 50 cops you know, protect you everywhere you go. So you stop doing that. We'll help you here and get on board with us. Like It would be a beautiful thing if we could – because we want the same
0: things. It's yeah. just like
1: we're they're so caught in that lane that it's hard to really
0: have a conversation about it. Um, but
1: I don't even know that anyone tries.
0: But if we if, did come together, the people we would leave out are – the media, the mainstream media. Yeah. the Unless, the, unless the, they get
1: better, which they probably won't. You know, the,
0: the the evil politicians on both sides. Totally. That's who we would corner out. Like, here's the right and the left. We could just box them out, and it's like, all right, it's us. We're more in the middle. Like, yeah, I agree. We do need re- police reform in certain ways. Walk up Hillary Clinton or W.S. Schultz. Yeah. And also the bad cops thing. Exactly. But instead, they make cops the monster. Like, I've watched videos. I saw this video on Live LiveLeak and on Instagram. There's a guy on the phone, and the cops saying... Stop walking right now. Like The, the, guy, the guy did something wrong. Yeah. Stop walking right now. Stop walking right now. They walk for about 30 yards, and the guy's on the phone looking at the cop, and then the guy just pulls out a gun and shoots the cop. It's and crazy. like he, he looked normal on the phone. He wasn't on crazy on drugs or anything. He had his hand in his pocket, and the whole time his hand was on a gun, and he pulled out and shot the cop. Like, that job is so hard. I doubt the cops are going out in the morning. It's like, all right, let's oppress minorities. Oh, totally. I mean, let's it's, go mess with some Latino people. Let's go mess with some black people.
1: In certain areas like Chicago, I mean, it's up to like 40 people dying some weekends or, you know, maybe some some months, but 17 people dead in a weekend. These cops have so much to deal with. I had a friend, unfortunately, pass away this year from overdose on stuff. Anyway, you know, the, the police came and my friends are saying, you know, they were in a rush to get out, but it's like even that, which is a tragedy to us. Um, and they, they deal with like five of those a day, every day. All year. So it's like, it's bananas that you would think that every cop is out to get you. A lot of it is self-accountability too. I'm not saying they have the right to shoot you, but knowing that police are trigger happy, knowing that they might be corrupt or have an ego complex, you want to diffuse the situation as much as possible, put your pride down and get away. You don't want to question them. You don't want to walk away. You don't want to not listen to them. And they do, they are getting targeted. The problem is power. The problem is ego. These, the root causes are everywhere. It's the reason... Politicians never get held accountable for their crimes because they have too much power. Some police never get held accountable for their crimes. Some do. But I agree that they've gotten to a point where they are, in essence, above the law. But we, we do need a conversation because it's just going to get worse. The people are going to get crazier. They're going to do more crazy things than cops. Now, cops are going to get more worked up by them doing crazy stuff. And it's we're on this exactly. path of pure justice. Dis- so I, I'm, I really— Hopefully uh, at some point I could talk to somebody like a Kaepernick and try to bring him closer to the police because the police are not the enemy They're really really not, um, you know, I know a lot of police that are Spanish or you know, Puerto Rican work in New York and they're doing it because they're good people and they want to help the community And you know in uh, st. Louis and a lot of places, it's not all cops. It's it's human nature and it's just the fact that they're in that part of the system so it's, it's and then
0: you keep seeing it like reinforced by the mainstream media by the kaepernicks by the people that are coming out the rioters and then the next gen not the next generation but the next person who gets pulled over they are like oh here come the cops to oppress me and they and they just resist a cop pulls me over hey put your hands on the wheel put your hands on your head put your hands in and give me your thing yeah. here, give me I'm your not license okay anymore. it's in my pocket right here my registration's in the glove compartment right here It's not because I'm white, because I'm not black, because I'm this, because I'm that. It's because I know that this is a high high intensity situation compared to anything else. I'm driving my car to work, my day is normal, it's a Tuesday. I get pulled over, there's a man with a gun who doesn't know anything about me, who's approaching me, and his number one priority is to keep himself safe. My number one priority is to keep myself safe, hey, get out of the car and do a cartwheel. Hey, get out of the car and lay down like this. Whatever yeah. you want, I got you. We I have, have no pride because... We have to do our part. You, you have to do your part. And you got to trust the cops. And if you give if you resist and you say, oh, you're no, you, you shouldn't pull me over or you had no right to pull me over. I'm not getting out of the car. Then you get yanked out of the car and then you push back. Then you get tased. Then you put your hand in your pocket to show them your ID and you get shot. And it's like, yeah. well, fuck.
1: We have to try to diffuse it as much as possible. I do agree. That's why I, I think the, the Kaepernick movement, while I... I at root causes i'm like okay i see where you're coming from i see your pain i see your struggle i just really think it's a hundred percent like blame and zero percent self-accountability and in every situation there's no one thing and it's the easiest thing to point the finger but what are you going to do like you know to be honest like some things where i talk about i'm like all right i want to put my money where my mouth is because i want to be remembered as someone who did something about it i want to fix the environment myself so no liberal or progressive can say anything because i'm going to help the environment more than them Why doesn't Kaepernick go be a cop? Not to hate her, but like, if it's so bad, how would you change it? Change yourself, and then you go do a better job and influence the cops. He's a lot of negativity and and like 0% That's what Shaq does, that's
0: what Shaq does. Shaq goes and like talks to the cops in the neighborhoods he thinks are have problems, and once you meet these people on a personal level, you realize everyone's just trying to do their thing, everyone's trying to do their job, everyone's trying Mm. to help their goal. Like, I love cops. Shaq's the man, I love Shaq. I love Shaq. I love cops, and I used to, in high school, whatever, I got pulled over a couple times. I was always fine, and I never thought much of it. At these protests, I really appreciated cops because the cops are there. There's people chanting, fuck the police, going like this in the cop's face, making signs that are anti-cop. I've heard you know, pigs frying like bacon, that chant. At a at a protest. At a protest with wow. cops there separating and they, see, they the people. They don't even know. And they don't even know who the those. cops pro- are there protecting They don't know them. that
1: person. That person has kids. That per- like, unless you specifically know, hey, that's the cop who racially killed somebody with yeah. no reason. Like, okay, I'll give you that. If if you know specific- but these are 10, 20 cops that are women, men, people of all ethnicities. Especially in Los Angeles, they have you know every protest I see people of all genders and and races. To, to say that to somebody that's on their job so to protect ignorant. the citizens, so ignorant and so ridiculous. I've had bad run-ins when I was younger, but also looking back on it, I was kind of a dumb kid. I was doing dumb things. Yeah. I got in trouble, but it's like I was part of the problem. If I wasn't doing dumb things, I probably would never no, have I was gotten going 90. pulled over. I've, I've got a bad <laughs> parking ticket, but it's $300, $400, I, You know, and they, they disrespected me. I've had bad runs with the police. I've had them racially profile me because uh, my stepfather is 100% Mexican. I'm part Puerto Rican, but my my name isn't. His name is. They ran the register, tried to tow me out of a neighborhood that I was live, you know, partially living in, <laughs> because probably they've seen the the license plate and the car was sketchy. So it's like I've I've seen it happen. I'm not saying the cops are perfect, but like you said out here, when I went to the protests, when I went to water protests, and when I went to CNN protests with with Bernie supporters. The most disrespectful people there were the protesters the most kind and nice people there who are polite and professional were the cops now that i keep it real i went to politicon and one of the cops you know looked at me and said i like your videos you know that means a lot because i really want to help the community and, and one of the best ways would be to get on the right side of the cops and also work within you don't you can't just scream at them and, and call them fry them like bacon when you don't even know them so ignorant, so it's like It's it's almost like trendy and cool to it's do trendy that trendy and
0: cool, it's literally The people risking their lives To protect everybody You're not happy enough with When you yourself Probably don't do much To protect anybody or insure I doubt anybody.
1: anybody at that protest has done one Ten thousandth of what the, the co- Those cops have done at that protest the And, cops I, don't and care, out of that know? protest You know, maybe there's Who knows the real number, but If there's 20 30 cops there you have to think at at minimum there's 20 15 really amazing people there who have to deal with murders and crimes and robbings and saving old people like it's one of the hardest jobs in the world to do i would never you know I, i i don't know if i could do it i'm not the type of person that could be a doctor and a cop so i'm so thankful that there are people like that it's it's amazing that it's become trendy to just Blindly hate them and not even consider that there's good people there, and also not put your actions where okay, go be a cop, then be a good cop, you know what I'm saying? And influence them, they don't want to do that because it's easy to just talk shit, it's yeah. the easiest thing in the world to point of the finger and pe- it's harder to, to do that. Something that's why no one actually does anything. And, and, and targeting a random cop, whether you kill them or yell at them, that's the most cowardly, pathetic thing you could do because I don't think any cop that's been killed in the last two years, had anything to do with anything that they were talking about. So it's like the most ignorant, stupid, cowardly thing. But that's... that's it's the, a
0: millennial mindset. That's the follower mindset. It's like, oh, that,
1: it's cool because I heard it in music, and that's cool, and I'm cool because I do that. There's nothing less cool than just doing something because you think it's cool. Like
0: That's That's so <laughs> not cool. <laughs> and so that's not like, cool. yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And we get to the point now where... You're standing for something that you shouldn't you would never stand for just because Everyone else is and like look what they're selling you They're selling you cops are bad. It's like that's my
1: mission for this year I want to talk to Kaepernick or somebody big on that side to really have a Real talk because it's like, you know, it's easy to hate and it's easy to point the finger But I'm trying to connect with them and let them know I hear what they're saying I feel what they're saying. I just strongly don't feel the vibes they're putting out, I don't agree with a lot of the message they're putting out, and I certainly don't agree with grouping, you know, the entire police force in the United States. We've got to get to the root. If police are doing, like, say, even in North Dakota or South Dakota, where they were doing the the thing that everyone's mad at with the pipeline, and do you think the cops themselves, like, have this whole scheme to do this? No, who's commissioning that? You know, like, we got to go deeper. That's the problem with the modern-day trendy they don't go deep and they're on the fringe. The poli- Go deeper than the police, go deeper than that, go deeper than you know, go with the source. You keep, I always talk about, it's like a hose coming out with water and you just like filling up the water and like just taking the water and slapping at the water. It's like, you gotta turn the hose off. You can't just, it's never gonna stop. Their yeah. uh, cool. strategies are so, so like unproductive. It's just like, I get, I get the emotion and I get the history and I get
0: where you're going, but let's do something
1: like it do better isn't that even... nice to
0: be on our side though like there is call it a culture war i'm so happy i'm on the side that's aware of all this and not reacting off emotion and buying into like the bullshit narrative i'm so happy i'm the one fighting those people because those people need to be fought and if we do fight them and win we're all a better place for it like thank god <laughs> and we're on i the like right i side. like the
1: way you do it too because like when you you know you say you fight people and you go in the streets and you you pretty much give them a platform to say what they want. So it's like by sometimes fighting these people, it's just letting them speak. Yeah, you know it's exactly. like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not Exactly, I say fighting, it's
0: a, but there's no, no violence man. or any intimidation yeah. or anything. I know out of base, but you go to you flawed. go to
1: them and you let them you're like, "Okay, why are you here?" It's sometimes their response alone is enough to debunk everything that they're yeah. fighting for. <laughs>
0: like they're out of base, they're flawed because they're based in emotion and they want to just chant no Trump, no KKK, no fascist USA. But then you say, "Oh, like how's Trump being fascist after winning the, you know, after being democratically elected?" Uh, you know, there's like, there's like a legitimate democracy in America. Like, how is he being a fascist? And then they have no answer. They they debunk themselves. It's like, it's it's the best fight ever. I'm so happy. The culture on the right so much more fun. We're winning the meme More. We're so much better online. We're better journalists. We're more entertaining. We hold back less punches. We just like, we're so much more real.
1: It is true that the, the left and, you know, what is the, you he know, left of the liberal, anymore.
0: it's like, it's so not
1: fun. And I've explained it to my friends who are like, uber liberal, like straight up, like, you know, Trump is the worst thing in the world. I'm like, listen, you've tried to fight him, you lost, you, you're making this miserable, you're making this not fun, you're using a lot of fake facts. Have fun with it. Get get a little mimi. Like I, I try to get them on the music. They're like yeah. Like I, I get what you're saying. And then like usually they yeah. they like flavor. But I'm like it's not like if you want any good people to come, you, you're gonna need fun. You're gonna need good energy. You're gonna need intelligence. You're gonna need facts. It's like there. I mean, it's it's gone so far. I like the pendulum with that thing that you explained. It's totally like we've gone. It's not that these things that they're trying to do are bad. It's just nothing. It's almost like nothing that they're doing is making sense, like almost nothing. So yeah. it's like, like you said, the, the modern right, the new right is, does have the better journalists. They do have more fun and they're not based on race. And even if there is a conversation, like this is the type of person I am. If someone says something that I find racist or I find something, I want to have a discussion with them and prove them with my better discussion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't prove it by screaming and the calling them free names. Market. If there's somebody, hey, on the right side, oh, he went too far right for me. I'm not like, oh my God, he's a neo-nazi. I have to destroy his life. I'm going to be like, hey, let's have a debate. And like, if I'm better, people can decide for themselves. It's, it's so weird that people think the best thing to do when they don't agree with someone is to like hit them or, I don't know, like yell at them. It's, I don't get it. And it's, it's something that I think... Uh, the the left needs to take a lot of notes out of the the new right and stop spending so much energy trying to fight them and hate on them and spend more energy self reflecting and maybe learning. Yeah. I learn from everyone I meet. You know what I'm saying? Even if I don't agree, it's like I don't have I don't I could never be on that side because I don't have the time or energy to put into so many dumb things as they do and so much hate. I, I spend zero percent of my time doing what they spend a hundred percent of their time doing. It's, it's, it's a strange... Uh... Yeah, they
0: refuse to rebrand, and you can see it in their selfish leaders, like the Nancy Pelosi's, the even Bernie Sanders, Chuck Schumer, Maxine Waters. Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters are two great examples. These are two older women who have peaked, who are getting old, and realistically should pass the torch on to the next generation, to someone they truly believe in. They don't do it, and that just kind of shows you where their heads at. They're more concerned with their own power, their own pride, that they don't care about the party. They refuse to rebrand. They're going to keep doing our own thing and throwing stones at everyone else. When the right is just building a foundation, which evolving. I think we could involving. I think the this new conservative, right, libertarian movement will be in power for the next like hundred years. I mean, it's, the left, it, won't, like twenty eighteen, the left won't win anything. Twenty twenty, it'll be a blowout. Who's 2024? I don't know, but...
1: They need to evolve, adapt, and grow, and they're doing none of this. Since the election happened, I would say they've even fallen further from the terrible place that they were at that allowed Donald Trump to win the electoral college. They've not even not just evolved. They've gotten worse. So once again, it's like you could say what you want about anybody, but wh- who are you? And I think even Bernie Sanders supporters and progressives are realizing, even if they haven't gone past the, oh, like maybe I should check out someone more than Bernie, they know how stubborn and terrible these Democrats are. Like they're so bad they lost the election. They could take Bernie, and Bernie's actually like a more extreme version. You would think they would love him to put in more socialist stuff, but they reject even the little bit of energy they have there. They're such bad people that I don't know when they haven't learned a thing. I, I would hope, just for the sake of like the United States of America being, you know, having better energy, because I know there's millions of people who might not see eye to eye with us, I just pray that they get better because at, at this rate you're a thousand percent right. It's gonna be hundreds of years because the right is growing, evolving. They're able to decipher when Trump says vote for Luther Strange and they don't wanna look, they don't they go against what he's doing. They're actually the left has been so Caught on calling everyone rednecks that they, they believe their lies. Trump's done. All conservatives are rednecks. Meanwhile, conservatives are building, getting smarter, getting nicer. So smart. Getting more compassionate. Seeing the left and, and, and embracing old liberal values and, and using them. It's like the left is just so – it's like I don't – I think there has to be a collapse of the media. There has to be a collapse of the Democratic Party because – there's no, they're at a race to the bottom. It's it's cr- yeah. crazy how corrupt their leaders are and how bad the, the DNC, they just re, didn't rebrand, did the same exact thing and put zero Bernie supporter people in there. And the only even minute attention they have is from Bernie supporters and they don't even embrace that. Yeah. It's like they ha- they're they going to, Bernie supporters are going to bring uh, the, the, the DNC down along with, you know, conservatives. But it's like, they're so bad. They're they're like the dark energy of America. I really do believe they need to level the f up. You know, yeah. just because they're they annoy me just by being so bad. It's like I, you know,
0: the right's rebrand. You can tell it's so real because we're attacking our own. Like Steve Bannon's focus right now is establishment GOP. It's not even going after the left. Obviously, the media and the athletes are a part of it. And Breitbart's doing a great job, like putting these people, putting a light on these people, but. You can tell how like how progressive the right is becoming, and progressive is like a word I'm scared to use because it's got like tainted. But the right is Let's becoming because
1: progress. I, I don't progress. like how they've hijacked that yeah, word. Progress. That it's word. like it's progress. A great progress. Word. You can't take progress. We're progressives now. Because
0: like now we're like, oh, Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, get them out. Like it is. That's you know, progress. Going that's at the progress. mainstream media. Our that's, own guys. That's like, progress. Because that just shows we're in it for the long haul. We want to get rid of the rhinos. Because we know we need a stronger foundation because we're going somewhere that's more than the next 2018 election, 2020. We're going 2040, 2060. We're talking like 100 years. Like that is the true rebrand that the left refuses to do. And that's how you're seeing it. And right now, there's some infighting on the right. And it seems like maybe we're a little chaotic, but nothing compared to the left. But that's good. That's natural. That means we believe in the cause and and the stronger side. The new right will win.
1: I think there's always going to be in-group fighting because I think conservatives, uh, you know, some some just like on all sides, you know, I think all human beings do the same thing. So you get sometimes jealousy, ego, um, competition, uh, you know, sometimes groupthink or, or like you get too like on each other, like, oh, I'm, you know, gets too clicky. Those things are going to happen in any group. So uh, to me, that's like a human nature in any sort of group. You're going to have that. But as far as, uh, like you said, the journalism, the truth, uh, it's on another level. And I really do hope that a lot of left media stops making their whole brand about hating Trumps and conservatives and starts making it more on building themselves up or at least showing the progressive sides to conservatives. Because even Trump, going at the mainstream media, that's progressive. Shutting down the TPP, that's progressive. Ending political correctness, that's progressive. Going against the Democrats and the Republicans and even the intelligence communities, that's progressive. Overturning an intelligence community secret thing in Syria and changing the whole outcome of that and freeing the Syrian people from ISIS, that's progressive. I thought going against the military-industrial complex, even if he doesn't do it everywhere, he did it somewhere. And I don't think any other politician could have done that. So it's like... I'm so, I'm frustrated Being, coming from a progressive side And they get mad at me But progress is not trying to get Bernie Sanders' healthcare bill, and if any, everyone doesn't agree with you, millions of people are going to die. Yeah. That's not progress. And by the time Bernie's done pushing his healthcare bill, we're going to have natural causes. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have cures for these things. We're going to have, like, AI, and and Bernie's still going to be talking about his stupid health. That's not progress. Like, I'm building robots over here, and he's talking <laughs> about healthcare. Like, yeah. he, it's
0: almost like he's part of the psyops. Yeah. People need to change their – exactly like you said before. If you want to change the world, change yourself first. If you have a negative attitude and you look at Trump in a negative way, he'll always disappoint you. He'll always seem, you know, arrogant, he'll always seem inappropriate. If you love Trump and trust Trump, he'll he'll never let you down. And it's really fun. Like it, it's it's so, it's funny so much though. more fun. It's so fun. To, than I love the guy. Him. When I he's hated so him, funny. I was like boiling, but then when I like
1: I started taking in the information, I was like, "Oh, maybe he's not so bad." And I I started to see it. It's like even when I, I'm like, "Oh, like it's so funny that he wakes up and goes five tweets and he's like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> and he calls it and I'm like, oh my God, he just made these people. like It's so easy to trigger people. And he he purposely does it a lot of the times because it's like a whole game. It's like once you realize what he's doing and, and stop thinking he's dumb, he's really, really yeah, smart. And he's, he's also, very smart. I mean, he's a loose politician. He's gonna go at the, like you talk about progress and talk about liberal values. He's gonna go at the pharmacy industry. Today he declared National Opioid Day. He's going at the he called out the guy from Merck, I think. He called him a name and like, you know, give, he gives people little names. Trump is hilarious. Like it's yeah. so much more
0: fun. He's to, a true leader too. Like to, the names. Stop Rocket Man, like a, Crooked it's, Hillary, it's, oh, it's Sloppy great. Michael, um what's his name? Uh the Crooked, Crooked Hillary is amazing. Crooked I mean Hillary's I so know good.
1: progressives or left-leaning people, the Green Party people listening to this. You want to smile when you hear Crooked Hillary. You might even say it to your friends when no one's listening. When like there's yeah. not, you know. But Crooked Hillary is. I mean, it's a. It's a. He's like a a branding machine. He's when it comes to tweeting and you can say what you want, but he's a genius and he's seventy years old. Find me a seventy year old that's better at social media than Trump. Okay, he spells a few things wrong sometimes. Does it doesn't matter? Like riffraff, you know. Everyone used to make fun of him. It's almost like a higher intelligence level to He's not. He's clairvoyant. Spell. Yeah, you don't He's need clairvoyant. To, Everyone could spell words right. I'm Not saying that you maybe you shouldn't if you're the president and double check it. I, I try to triple check mine, but it's not about like you know. He's online real. And, and like yeah, it's, it's 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 deeper than that. Like I'm not spelling things because I'm speaking them now. So it's 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 about the message. It's not about nitpicking grammar. Like that's so annoying. I'd never like that. I'm just like it's twitter it's not it's not a five page
0: thesis for college you know it's like just get the message and and move on so yeah i remember watching during the debates there's some times where i'm like kind of cringing and like uh I rewatched like his top ten from the debates, like top ten comebacks and like insults. Yeah. It was so funny. Oh, I, I loved it. He was going to people like, "Oh, you shouldn't be on the stage. The only reason you're up here is because of like, your sponsors." Like, and he's like, "You shouldn't even be on the stage. That's why you're so far down the side." Like, it was so
1: good. I loved it. Even then, when I wasn't, you know, sure which. First of all, I was like, California's not gonna matter. It's, it's gonna go to Hillary. So it's like, it's, it doesn't. My vote's not gonna matter. But when I was, I, my soul was just like, don't let Hillary win. And when I watched the debates, we were watching with my friends, and we were just dying at what he was saying <laughs> because he was keeping it so real. And the things he was saying to her after watching, you know, Hillary cheat Bernie Sanders in the most ridiculous ways possible with the media, with uh, fixing the questions, with everything possible, to watch Trump just expose her and go at her. My favorite thing he did, another 4D chess move that he did was he brought... They did the grab him by the pussy thing And threw him under the bus and was like oh he said this 20 years ago and and, you know he brought three or four rape victims from Bill Clinton as his special
0: guest. Like, he had four seats, and yeah. he, he put them right in the front. And he said, oh, I'm gonna talk about the, um, the right Billy the Bush front. tape tomorrow. And so the media is like, oh, we have to go cover this. He's gonna respond to it. And he's gonna be like, these, wo- <laughs> like, these women uh, were actually assaulted by Bill Clinton. And put
1: them front row at the debate. So when Hillary's talking to him, she's got to look in the faces of all the people that Bill Clinton... <laughs>
0: oh, my... And Bill Clinton's Savage. there just like with his mouth stuck open. I
1: feel like Bill on the low not to to boost up his but I feel like he had no part in that. Like he never spoke. And even I, I read an article that said that he told Hillary that her book sounded like embarrassed. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, like yeah. he's like, and even, I even me, weeks. I don't want to, I don't yeah. want, I want no part of this. He, I don't think he said a word the
0: whole election. Like he, I think, <laughs> I think Bill gets it a little more than <laughs> it's a little
1: more self-aware. Self-awareness yeah. is, is a, a, a good drug to use. If, if,
0: How about Hillary <laughs> doing her book signing by toilet paper at Costco? What did you have your people walk in and be like, "Yo, like, we need to get a real stage for this"? And, like people really weren't showing up. I mean, that's I,
1: her whole thing. That was what she did during the election too. Yeah. She had two or three things, and they were bad. And then she shut it down. The same thing happened at the Costco. Then I almost I, feel
0: bad for her.
1: Uh, um, Don't you?
0: Like, I, I, I not, She's not a good person, and yeah. she's she wasn't like an outsider, random. She was Secretary of State. I just want. But to, it's like I want, sad. Like I yeah. always felt bad for the kid who had a party and no one came.
1: It it yeah. is kind of sad. Like I felt, I felt more sad for Jeb Bush. I'll have to say. Like and and Jeb is a is a Bush. So it's it's hard to really feel bad. But like the way he just like got trapped. <laughs> like you <laughs> wanted to feel bad. I, like I, you watch the compilation trapped. videos and you're just like, man. Like I know I know he's part of the Bush family what and I know you, I know Jeb? some of the things they've done. But like, like it's just like he goes home and sleeps at night with like a nice you know blanket and just
0: like you just feel bad. <laughs> Yeah, he got, like, he, he had, like the soul taken from him. Like, like low, low energy. You shouldn't be it. on this stage. Like, you're, your whole campaign's a joke. And he's like, you're not going to be the president. Like, that was just only come back. You're it's like, it's like Street
1: Fighter when they lose energy and they, they die down. Like, you just saw when he... Low energy. You just see his energy bar go from, like, top full he's stamina like, to, like, uh, nothing. It's like, just no? like, man, I you got to feel bad for him. Everyone else, it's like, nah, you can handle it, but... I do wish, like, with her, it's like, I don't, I don't want to have to worry about that, so it's like, I, I I wish that they would just get it, um, what's it from, is it South Park, where they're just like, oh yeah, with the, the fish dick episode, mm. where they, like, Carlos Messia and like, he's trying to, they're like, killing, he's like, just get it already, like, just get it, I just want them to, like, just, you know, it's like, it's annoying having to go over this, like, just have an awakening and be like, oh, like, okay, maybe I could be a better person, and then we don't have to. We don't have to deal with those. But at least, war, at least it gives know? us something to do, right? It yeah. Gives us a platform.
0: I before this, I I made John Benet Ramsey the musical. Well, you know, <laughs> like, you know think happens for a reason. I'm, this is like the most rewarding. That's true. Most happy thing ever. I'm so fulfilled because, like, a lot of people I know who are the moderates or the liberals don't follow politics at all, and they're just like, it's just too much. Like, I can't yeah. like try and be an actor or a writer or do my job have a girlfriend and follow politics it's too much it's too much but i think we're heading in a direction where politics is replacing entertainment politics is replacing netflix and hulu and sports people are finding entertainment in it and following it Mm. so the people who are maybe self-proclaimed liberals don't know any don't know any better but that whole thing of just Oh, I don't follow politics, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to say, but I kind of think based on what I feel from Mm -hmm. what the headlines I read, I feel this way. Like, those are the people that are waking up, so...
1: And that to those, like, I try to explain to my friends, and now, like, I think we talked about the other day, I was like, okay, you don't follow that much, but that's your opinion, it's like, you know... I don't know it's like me being like oh you know I've, I've never really read a history book but like I'm I'm a big fan of like this guy and goes, do you know <laughs> yeah. who he is and I'm like no but like I just yeah. feel that way it's like yeah I don't I, I'm all for yeah. people who don't pay attention <laughs> to politics but if you don't pay attention to politics, don't have all these opinions and yeah. all these feelings because they're probably before, misled. Yeah, like Miami
0: Dolphins are, th- those are yeah. the guys. Oh
1: yeah, and I really hate yeah. these people. Do you know Do you know them? Well, no, I just know what that person told me about it who lies to me. It's like, don't, just go all the way either. Don't pay attention to it. That's fine, but don't, don't not pay attention to it. And then be like on the Trump hate campaign trail, it's just.
0: But luckily with Trump, it's like he's doing things every day. He's tweeting, he's calling people names, all these things. <laughs> that make people have to get involved in politics. <laughs> and also, I, I think is it is awesome, the... Because the, then they get involved and they, they join the right because once you've... Uh, an informed liberal is a conservative is my it's
1: belief. It was the perfect storm this yeah. uh, this election. You had Bernie Sanders and a lot of him, even like I made the Bernie Sanders trap anthem. A lot of my friends, not to, to take credit because you know, he did his own thing, but uh, they were like, you made me like Bernie Sanders a lot more with that song. It was like a ridiculous funny song that was part real. Uh, A lot of memes and stuff, like, I was so in that Bernie echo chamber, I was not listening to anything else And I was like, oh, he's so, but a lot of people made him cooler than he was on the memes Trump is obviously very animated, very easy to meme It's a perfect combination of, like, the internet, this guy who seems like he's gonna be better than other Democrats And then Trump being himself, you know, a superstar for 40 plus years And and just, like, a I don't give a shit kind of guy it's like the perfect storm of everything to make politics cool and to give us a platform. And now I don't think it's gonna go away because it's it's just gonna get cooler. I would think. Trump broke the narrative. Like anyone could be president now. I mean, twenty twenty yeah. is gonna be ridiculous. Part of me is like not looking forward to it. Part of me is extremely looking forward to yeah. it. Like
0: it's and a part of the platform that he created is held up by like the alternative media, which is so nice. It's a huge change, and that's like what Andrew Breitbart started in the two thousands with the Tea Party. He was kind of like you're your own journalist just hold your phone up and film it you're a journalist now and like that got that grew so much so fast to the point now where trump can say oh yeah i support luther strange but everyone knows like roy is our guy yeah, that, roy, was that's to awesome. me. that was impressive that was impressive. and then really trump impressive. appeases mitch mcconnell's happy yeah you know trump you know support Chesh. luther strange sure mitch i support luther strange now you kind of owe me one hey guys i support luther great guy big luther and then they all know Roy Moore, and that's like the movement being bigger than him. Bigger than that's what it is. That's the movement. That
1: was action. impressive. And once I again, love that. the the left is so like caught in their zone of Trump's dumb. I was just supportive of them. Meanwhile, I watch actions and watching them not vote for who Trump told them to. And Trump got the support of Mitch McConnell, while the conservative and the new right voted for the person who wasn't an establishment person. It was one of the more brilliant moves. When with, when it comes to Bernie Sanders, I knew the whole time, it worried me because I was like, hey, if Bernie does this, is everyone going to follow? Because I'm the type of person, I'm like, I agree with it now, but if he goes the wrong way, I'm not going to follow because yeah. I know my shit. I'm not just like a blind follower of him. And a lot of his supporters either left or they're just blind followers. The fact that Trump supporters did that proves that they are most likely You know, the Trump supporters, the libertarians, the conservatives, the people who are just sick of the system, that maybe ex-democrats, they are the smartest new political group by far. It's just you're not going to hear this on the TV because they don't want you to know that all Trump supporters and all conservatives and all libertarians aren't toothless hillbillies. Like, they've pushed that narrative so much. But that Luther Strange-Roy Moore thing was one of the most uh, proving things to show how smart... The new movement is, and I don't, I don't know any other political movement that could have, you know, not listened to their leader temporarily. Is it, it was actually a very genius move. Brilliant,
0: it was brilliant, and that's, that's truly shows the movement is bigger than the man. He's just our guy. Like, is he, is Trump the perfect presidential candidate? Is he perfect in any way? No one's perfect, but he's our guy because he's allowing for this bigger, bigger, bigger thing to manifest over the next few years, which is what this country's needed, which this country is about, too. Like the Constitution, like, that's why we have our checks and balances. It's for people like this to make sure things are heading in the right direction. And if Hillary had won, we would have been in a bad place. It would have not been in America.
1: Totally. He's, he's doing, like, I, I've never been a big constitutional person in the past, but now I fully support it. I support the right to bear arms. I support the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and— these are the reasons we haven't ended up like a lot of extreme countries because we even amongst all our corruption we have this core set of values that they're actually they are trying to take away. I used to think when I was younger all oh, Republicans are just crazy, all oh, They're just over exaggerating. As I see it play out, I'm like, oh my God, they were really on to something. Like I was just in a in a zone, and um, you know, to progressives and, and to d- liberals and stuff, I I really do want people to consider, you don't have to agree with me or Flicka, but consider the fact that I truly believe that Trump is the type of person, if you come to him with a good environmental idea, he'll listen to you, but you can't just scream at him and call him names. You have to come with a solution. You know, I heard Jim Jim Brown and Ray Lewis and Steve Harvey met with him and talked about doing things in inner cities. They had a plan. They had a solution. Trump said, okay, you're on. I'm going to give you money. Ben Carson's going to give you money screaming does nothing. So if you really want a lot of these liberal things that you think Trump's not going to do, I really think he will do them in, in due time. I don't I don't he's not a set a uh, Republican that's like, "Oh, I want the oil." Of course he's a you know, a a, per, a money guy and he he cares about the economy and stuff, but he's our best shot. There's never going to be someone like him. No Democrat will ever do as many progressive things as him. It's an unpopular thing to say to certain people, but it's like, "Man, stop hating on him." Start utilizing him because he is really a vehicle for anything real that we could wish for. I know that if I keep leveling up and, you know, I talked to you. I've met a lot of people high in the conservative movement. People in the White House who have shared my videos. Eventually, I could get a meeting and I could say the things the liberals want to say and, like, get progress in a real way. Not by saying kill all cops and not by saying, oh, F this guy. It's like he'll do he'll. He's not trying to destroy the world. and like That's a made-up narrative. So it's like you make the right plays and have the solutions. He's a solution-based guy. He's a real businessman-type person. So it's like the, the hate is ridiculous. I really do believe he's the best choice for a modern-day liberal and progressive and that he will make power moves uh, that they want to see. Just, just don't jump on the hate train. Give him time. He's already done a
0: lot. Yeah. Wow. 100%. That's the hardest thing to do too. It's so easy to hate. It's so easy to talk shit. But
1: because I'm trying to get, I know you're already crushing it. If you don't know Flecka, check out his stuff. He's crushing it on all social media. He's doing great content, and also he's rising the ranks in the political world. A lot of, I think, was it Donald Trump Jr. retweeted your thing Donald the other
0: Trump day? Trump Jr. retweeted me. I ben
1: mean, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, he's on Tucker Carlson. Alex Jones. He's doing huge, huge things, and, and a lot of what I'm trying to do is. Show that that side because, um, you know, it gets so misrepresented and even by me, I get attacked all the time. But it's like you don't have to play this game like you can you can watch like stuff and you could love it. You could look at Sebastian Gorka or Donald Trump Jr. He's hilarious on Twitter. He's yeah. he's he's a really smart, funny guy who tells more truth than the, the major news networks. Tucker Carlson, I say all the time. I think he's doing some of the best work on mainstream True patriots, television. Patriots. Yeah, good people and, and it's it's not about race. It's not that's a media lie. It's a media lie to get you and the new right and Tucker Carlson and Fleck and people like Donald Trump Jr., they're not these like I d I don't know what people like come up with in their head, but you you get out of that echo chamber of like hating everything and you listen and you consider and you learn and you realize These are people you want to align with, because like you said, I mean at this rate, I don't see anyone beating Trump in 2020 or maybe ever again unless they get better. So it's like if we could join forces and and get people who care about the environment, who thinks Trump's not doing a good job or, or maybe they have a different idea for healthcare. If we can get them to just listen and stop hating so much, we might find a lot in common and we might be able to work together. I mean, I know we can. I have a lot of progressive friends that aren't too far gone. Mm-hmm. and they're you know very realistic and very honest and even keep me in check sometimes with things that I, I don't hear inside of my daily world they're ready to go you know they're ready to work so that's that's what I, I want to do is is sh- explain show them people like you and just you know I, you're, you're growing and gonna do your thing on your own but you know I just want more I, I want I want it to grow and grow and grow and it, it's never been a uh, we love america we love the world we're not out you know we want to make this country great not only again but better than ever you know at at this rate the stock market's higher it could be the and the quality of life is better than ever we live till you know we want to we want to get everyone involved it's not it's not a thing but at the same time if people are going to continuously aggressively attack the president and us, you know, people are, are not weak people. We're, not, yeah, we're also this, not going to waver. It's
0: war, and all right. Like, <laughs> you know, it's you're like, going to lose instead of, you know, puttering out over a few years. You're going to lose in six months.
1: Mm-hmm. But I, I really do think it's like, man, and, and I think it happens all the time. If you could break out of that, that echo chamber, uh, Fleca and, and a lot of the people we've talked about, they have a lot of great content. Someone to add to your repertoire. You don't have to read everything, you know, but just don't... just zone out of whatever Huffington Post and CNN is we're talking about because it's really just like I I read some of their stuff and I'm just like I have a good uh, friend who writes for Huffington Post. He's one of the only people I like who writes for them. Maybe two or three. The dude Yashir or something writes for them. He writes decent articles but it's like you gotta just tune out of that and uh, just consider some other stuff because it's it's fun over here. We have a good time. We love this the president. We love this country. We love the world and you know we're we're trying to use good energy and actions not just words to to make it a better place yeah
0: yeah i want everyone to i want the american dream to mean something to everybody who believes in it and who believes in what it could be so if you have like great you know american values that are family religion pride and country individualism you're in doesn't matter what gender sex orientation race anything if you share these base qualities that people on the new right think everyone should have and they're good qualities that realistically make for a pleasant society a fair society come on board like that's what we want and that's what the left is trying so hard to keep to, to hide from you and lie to you in order to make you think this isn't what we really want but it really is and on
1: that note what, what do you think are the core values because I've said a few of what I think it is talking to people what do you think are the core values of the new right if you could say uh, or conservatism or libertarianism like what what is it that you think
0: Cause the media says it's one thing that we both yeah. know it's
1: not what are the, what are the core values
0: I'd say um, Family like family values are high um, Religion I think judeo-christian values are very big, but also just freedom of religion and that freedom um, In the rights of the individual everyone is in their own person and they are, They have the ability to take things on case by case people shouldn't just be put into these big groups and labeled anything um, Pride in the country pride in the flag pride in our history pride in the fact that we're not a perfect nation. No nation is, but the progress we've made as Western civilization is pretty good. I'd say it's the best in the world, modern, in the modern world for sure. So it's like the pride in that, and we take away the the shame because everyone try and the left tries to shame you. Oh, we had slavery, but well, we also stopped slavery. You know, oh, we and slavery it.
1: still exists today. Yeah, in there's more like slaves like now than
0: ever. Go to Africa, it's the worst. There's more slaves now than ever. North Korea, they're, sla- they're literal slaves. So I think people – yeah, we, we, there's no. there can't be shame. There needs to just be growth and a forward-moving agenda, and that's what the new right really is about.
1: All right. On that note, uh, we're going to take off in a little bit, but I'll say – I see eye to eye in a lot of those things. I'm very optimistic. This is the greatest time ever to be alive. We can Uber, Lyft, get delivery food. Like, we're so blessed and privileged. It's ridiculous. Like, I I can't imagine waking up and not being very grateful to be in the United States of America. And also, when it comes to religion and freedom of religion and Judeo-Christian values as you speak, I've always been rebellious, you know, against certain things. Oh, I don't like this and that. But as we've gone even too far left, in my opinion, in that where you know spirituality and morality the parts of religion are so so important that we we can't just throw those out the window so most you know christian people if you if you respect that and you're a respectful person they love and respect you too we've we've done too much we've gone too far it's not a bad thing to hold on to those because if we have those as long as we keep the constitution and the freedoms it does make for a great society things could of course always be better as trump wants to make it better bernie wanted to make it better But things could always be a lot, lot worse, a lot worse. Like, I can't, I mean, I don't want anything more. I just want a safe, safe environment and stuff. It's like, what more could you want? Even if you're a low level, you know, low income in America, you're still living a life that anybody 50 years ago could have dreamed of. And people die trying to get here from South America, come here, work on minimum wage, and then send money back to their family and live here. That's how amazing we have it. We don't have that perspective because we're so privileged to be Americans. And, and people say white privilege. Pri-. Let's talk about American privilege. Let's talk about human privilege and water privilege and shelter privilege. Like even the word privilege, just like progress, it's been hijacked to, to mean something it's not. So on that note, uh, you know, anything else you would like to share is Fleca, Flecca, F L E C C A. S. S. Flecca's Talks.
0: Flecca's Talks. Um, yep, um, FLECCAS on Twitter, FLECCAS, FLECCAS Talks, um, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. That's where you'll find me, and my videos, and I'll be doing some different stuff too. We'll get into more, some, some scripted comedy stuff. I'll be doing some things like this, starting a podcast, so it's definitely some good things to look forward to. It's definitely some pivots coming along.
1: Anything else there. you'd like to add? Final um, note. Um,
0: I'd like to thank you for having me on. I love your videos, and I think you are a perfect representation of the new right. And I think what you're doing with these podcasts and your videos and your music is so next level that it's going to influence the culture in a way that they don't even know is coming. Like the, the right in the middle's culture right now is a soft putty and what's going to be molded in the next few years will be the foundation for the next 100 years to follow i think you're a part of that and i'm just blessed to know you and i'm glad we're friends
1: oh god bless i appreciate that and you know it's all about spreading truth love knowledge wisdom unity on rare talk Fleka, very very good guy very good soul good energy i know that because i've spent some time with him before that you know, I'm not gonna bring you low level people. It's a high energy, it's not low energy jeb, it's high energy fleckus <laughs> talk. So thanks for joining us guys. God bless and rare talk.
0: Awesome. Hey. Dude, that was dope. Two we hours that, yeah. Yeah, it was two hours. That's cool though, because
1: some people podcast for three hours and so I just looked at the clock right at the end.
0: That's I was like because I saw it was nine fifteen and then we got we kinda we're, we're catching waves. Dude, I, I stuck peeks on your I saw I had I saw I had forty minutes on a driver cruising. I saw an hour